Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where, for a change, my friends and I are going to play Cult's Divinity Lost. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario we are playing is called Judgment. It contains violent and disturbing themes, so be warned. It was written by Matthew Sanderson, who is also our game master. This is episode two. One note, Zane was not able to play tonight, but for scheduling reasons, we still needed to play. So our very own Stuart Lively will be playing Angelica Caldwell for this episode. Our recap will be given by Morgan Llewellyn as his character Jessica Caldwell. That being said, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Morgan? My, my God, what have I, what have I done? What, what the hell is happening to my family? I, I thought I knew my own children, but. And, Angel and Angelica came home uh, late last night. Uh, she she was out of sorts. I, of, co of course, I was concerned. I, I pressed her. Uh, any mother would. Uh, it's a dangerous world out there. Uh, she should have she should have been home. Uh, I mean, she knew what happened to her sister. Uh, I mean, I thought it I thought it was drugs. I thought uh, I I don't know. Maybe I would have preferred if that was the case. Uh, I wonder how different things would be now but no my little girl was out getting an abortion <laughs> seems silly now that i i would never have thought such a thing could happen uh, i was shocked and hurt and, and confused I, I brought the family together and and, and called uh, angelica's boyfriend tyler to have him come over so we could all have a chat i mean there was there was no keeping it from it everybody i mean have to talk to Georgia about it and Genesis would hear and we had to talk it was just better that way I thought it would be better that way uh, I wasn't thinking straight I mean Genesis took it really hard really really hard uh, I mean ever since that pastor took her under under his wing after saving her from those attackers uh, that night so I feel so long ago I mean Genesis has become extremely religious I, I I, 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 don't, I don't know what to do with her. Uh, and, and Tyler, I mean, Tyler didn't even know that Angelica was, was pregnant uh, or getting an abortion. I mean, she had her friend bring her to an illegal back alley clinic. Of all things, I mean, girls have been getting hurt at those types of places. I mean, that's my work. I've been trying to find a doctor for months now that has left a string of girls hospitalized. And my worst fear came true. Uh, my own daughter went to see my prime suspect. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, there was something else that happened that night. Uh, it happened before I left and George took Angelica to the hospital. Uh, it was upstairs. It was hallucination of sorts, but George saw it too. And maybe Tyler. I, I'm having trouble remembering it. I don't want to think about it, but it's an old surgical suite, a, a botched C-section. There was blood, lots of it, and my George was holding a baby, and then it was gone. And to add to the strangeness of the night, uh, a friend of Genesis was skulking outside our house. I, I told him to scram despite Genesis insisting that I let him in, but he, I, I felt bad. He, he had a limp and 
he turned the corridor and off in the darkness and I went to me offer him a ride, but he was gone. He he'd vanished and all that was left was just the sounds of chains distant. <laughs> but uh turns out the abortionist could, could vanish too. just weirder and weirder I mean at the scene there was nothing that indicated a surgery and the hospital confirmed it no surgery was done on my Angelica last night the doctor at the hospital found the dead fetus still in her I there were no cuts no equipment just chalk circles and this vague unease this is a disaster it's a nightmare even <laughs> I mean my poor George has finally found his artistic side again through his depression and to such a scandal i mean it could jeopardize his work for the pastor my own daughter didn't even want to tell me she was pregnant and wanted to hide it all from me my my other daughter is god knows where talking to god knows who and tyler well i don't know he seems like a good kid maybe not as good as genesis x tom but still uh but I think he knows something. Something about the strangeness of everything that's happened. He gave me some names to investigate. Uh, Eve Walker and Wayne Minot. I had my people start looking into it since I had Angelica's friend to find. And I found her. I found her friend Emma sitting all by herself at the Red Door Club, drunk on absinthe and babbling about magic magic. Angelica's account, the screaming face, the sounds of chains, the smells of burnt flesh. As I asked before, what the hell is happening here? All right. Thank you very much, Morgan. So before we go into or back to our story, there's a little bit of mechanics that we look at at the beginning of each session. You can, well, you can do it at the beginning or the end of each session, really. Um, if we were looking at dramatic hooks, which are ways that you can gain advancements and so on in the game, for, for a one-shot like this or a contained story, not so relevant. But as we're going over multiple sessions, we can look at relationships, because these can alter in the course of play. Uh, relationships vary between zero, which is actually like a neutral relationship. It's, it's not someone that's in your life, but not one of a major significance. Uh, you've got one which is meaningful and two which is vital, like the, the one person in your life that means the most above all others. So you've all got relationships with each other and some of you with um, a few NPCs which have uh, come up in the course of play so far, some that have been named, some that haven't been named. Um, if anyone feels like there's something that happened in the last session which would be fairly meaningful or impactful for the relationship with that character, you can either raise or lower that relationship by one point. There's no limit to how many of these you can do, but they can only mm. go up or down by one point. So these, this might become relevant for, uh, for people if you're thinking about maybe acting against other characters that you've got relations with. So if you have a relation of one or two, you might have to do a role to see if you can actually hurt this person because, or do something against them because they mean something to you. Do you want to know what the changes are? Yeah, I mean, if, if you've got anything that, um, you want, that you think might be 
applicable, feel free to voice it out there. It might make other people think the same way. I, I oddly feel that my relationship with Angelica has increased because I feel bad for her and I'm very concerned for her at the moment. On the other hand, I think that my relationship with Genesis has decreased because she was fucking annoying <laughs> and not very understanding. That would qualify. Um, who's Thomas? Thomas is Genesis's ex-boyfriend. Oh yeah, indifference there. Yeah. And Mike is the Mike is going to drop, I think, because I don't like people skulking around outside my house. Mm -hmm. Richard, yeah, I don't was, know. That was suspicious. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, I have no the pastor. I don't really have any relationship with. I mean, I do, but I don't. I don't have any reason to change it. So mm -hmm. uh, two of mine will change. Uh, my relationship with my mother will drop. Mainly because of how she treated Mike. And on that note, Mike, I feel, will go up by one just because of, like, I, Genesis wants to protect him now and she doesn't know what to do. But her relationship with Richard will not change. Okay. Of course it won't. Oh. <laughs> or... Uh, for Jessica here, uh, as uh, my husband, uh, Angelica, I've grown more fond of her, uh, this whole situation. Um, so maybe I've increased my relationship with Angelica and with Tyler, even. Um, I have decreased my relationship with Genesis and with the pastor, with Richard, um, because Genesis's behavior, I feel, stems from his influence. Um, she's gone a bit off the deep end. Um, my relationship with Angelica's friend Emma has gone down. Um, she's the one that got Angelica to that place to begin with. Um, and I didn't know Mike before, but I now have a minus one with him because... Can't go below was, zero. Can't so, go below yeah. zero? Okay, so... And do I understand there's only one plus two? So uh, it's... They're normally the one person, but there's no mm -hmm. mechanical cap on having more than one. It just means okay. you've got a lot of people in your life that you're really connected with. Okay, so I suppose so the pastor being at zero, I can't decrease him any further. Yeah, correct. So what if I could? Oh, if you could, I'd, I'd very much think that would be appropriate. <laughs> but... but he's already at zero, and that's where he will stay. Forever. <laughs> So the, there's a couple that I would give plus ones to, but that would bring them to two as well. And I already have a two, so that should probably be not gone. Com completely up to you. If you think they have become that valuable to you, then by um, me. Well, I'm going to give a plus one to both mom and dad because they both really, I was terrified at the beginning of the night and I had no idea if I was going to be thrown out or or treated much, much worse. Not much worse. I wasn't treated bad at all. Uh, they really showed they loved me, and uh, that just really bonded us more. So I love mom and dad tremendously. Um, with Genesis, it wouldn't go down more because I'm kind of used to this 
So I think I'm cautiously optimistic about maybe getting my sister back at some point if that's not plummeting. And Tyler, I'm going to have to give a plus one too because Tyler was so amazingly understanding about not telling uh, telling him earlier. And also he stayed with me overnight at the hospital, which he didn't have to do. He really cared. And uh, that meant the world to me. Gotcha. I will correct myself. I actually did notice the one the one word in the rule book that I missed. It says a single relationship by plus one or minus one. But forget it. For the purposes of this, we'll do as many as you want. But yeah, for, for the rules hounds out there, it is one single relationship that goes up by plus one or uh, minus one. Right. Back to Phoenix. So if I remember right, uh, correct me if my poor old adult memory is wrong here, we've got Jessica down at the Red Door Club with uh, Emma. And then we've got Genesis in the office with the uh, the wonderful virtuous pastor. Uh, everyone else is at the hospital, I right. think, yes. And right. as far as I'm concerned, I think Genesis is home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why you left her. And then you... You went your separate ways after after the morning because you went back to the the hospital to see everyone. Right. Right. Uh, we'll kick off with Jessica then. So you've still got Emma with this bottle of absinthe in front of her. Basically, she's not chugging it down anymore. She's got most of it gone. What do you want to? How would how do you want to continue any questioning or any interaction from here? What's your what's your plan or direction? Emma, I'm going to need you to think very hard who the person that gave you the contact information for the abortionist, who was it? I, I can give you a rough description. I can't remember. I don't remember a name. I didn't ask. Um, but um, hang, on, hang on a sec. She starts going through her pockets and her coat, eventually pulls out... Um, a small, almost like business card holder. It's one of those ones where you can just put credit cards in, but you've got other slots for small, smaller bits in there as well. Uh, she pulls out a couple of cards, trying to find bits, uh, like bits of scribbled paper fall out with notes that she's written on. And then this semi-battered business card comes out and she sort of turns it over in her hand and says, yeah, this is, uh, well, this is the number uh, that I was given. Uh, and she just tosses it on the on the table in front of you on the back of this uh, business card the name's kind of almost scrubbed out you can kind of make out that it looks like it might be uh, a card for a new age shop there's uh, an address that, that you can just about make work out at the bottom but looks like it's it's an address you think where it's some kind of this kind of hippie joint where there's it sells uh, kind of lots of new age crystals uh plenty of books and there's definitely a weird crowd that hang around it uh, probably from the proprietor but say it's been worn down so much it's this this thing must have been in a pocket for ages but scribbled on the back in ballpoint pen there is a very obvious cell phone number he says i i gave him this to write write the number down with that's that's how you get in contact with her So she won't she won't pick up the phone, but you send her a text and she'll she'll respond. Uh, 
Well, thank you. And, and the person who gave this to you, rough description? Uh, he was a guy in his, might have been late 30s, early 40s at most. Uh, ruffled business suit. Uh, looked like he hadn't, uh, probably hadn't seen a bar, hadn't seen a shower for a few days. Um, kind of, yeah, just, just, she kind of paints the picture of a businessman type who's maybe not, uh, not got out of his clothes for a few days. But it's such a kind of everyman description, it could fit a thousand people. Uh, and when, uh, where did you receive this number? I was at the, uh, one of the, one of the bars downtown. Um, oh, the, um, Yeah, she just shakes her head. She can't think of uh, she can't think of a name. I go around so many of them. I, I, I meet so many people. It's uh, well, and Angelica can tell you I'm the uh, <laughs> I prop bars up all around town. Right, right. Well, you've been most helpful. Um, now, whether the DA will press charges for your um, assistance in helping somebody get an illegal abortion um, is left to be determined, um, but your cooperation in helping bring them to justice, um, you'll probably be fine. Um, but you have to understand, I do have to take you in. You, you can see she visibly gulps and starts starts to sweat in panic, but she just she just nods. Okay, I I, I understand. So anyway, taking her to the station. Okay, yep, that doesn't take you long. So if I remember right, you had a few. Uh, oh no, it was the uh, downtown. I had I had office. called somebody in to assist. Mm -hmm. I remember, yeah, last episode this was already kind of in motion of bringing her down to the station, but mm -hmm. you can so. you can palm her off to someone who turns up in a squad car without any problem. So you can have her going that way if you want to go somewhere else. Because she was, I mean, she was really scared. I mean, she's worried that this, uh, whoever this person is, um, is going to come hurt her. Um, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I'll relay that to the officer that she's, that she's worried um, about retaliation um, from the, from this doctor. Uh, so yeah, the, the the officer very much he's you can tell he's listening intently and making sure that uh, occasionally shakes his head don't don't worry don't worry ma'am nothing's going to happen to her not on my watch okay well that's good and also i'll, I'll hand him i'll get in touch with the station uh, the people that are doing research um and i want to try to get somebody to try to start a conversation over text with this person to try to set up a sting operation. Okay. What That's not my the, field of expertise. It's the middle of the night, correct? No, it's the morning. It's the morning. Okay. This is the next day. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, because Genesis went to the church before before the sermon took place. So it's still early morning. So the sun hasn't gone up that much, but it's gradually getting warmer out there. It's it's definitely daylight though. Yeah, we've already had our uh uh smoked meat breakfast coffee at the hospital oh that's right yeah 
the mystery meat. It's, uh, is it meat or is it rubber that they serve in the uh, in the cafeteria? One last point for Jessica then, uh, so I can start wheels in motion in the background there, is what are you asking or how are you setting up your orders to say how do you want this conversation with the abortionist to go? Um, well, they're going to pose as a, um, as a college student um, who's gotten pregnant and they they don't want to tell um, their parents, so they don't want to use their insurance. Um, so they need to have it taken care of discreetly and they received um, this number at a club. Essentially, this- Copying Angelica's same, story. Yeah, the same thing that's kind of played out. It seems realistic enough that it, could, that it happens often enough that it will work. Gotcha. Right, they will start that say happening in the background so back at the hospital yes you are indeed fully breakfasted up uh, life is starting to return to the place you've got people moving out in the corridors the morning rounds are starting to be done but say um, Angelica is in a private room so there's not too much disturbance immediately right on your doorstep so what are what are you three doing how are you uh, feeling this morning Angelica I'm I'm feeling better I'm, I'm just I'm just worried what happened to me. No. Your mom is um, doing what she can, I think, to track down uh, whoever's doing this. In any case, if if there's anything that we can do for you, if you if you are having trouble after this, you tell us. And if you need to talk to somebody professional about it, um, you know, this is a, it might not even see, it seems not, look, we're, we're here for you. You know that we love you. And uh, that might be enough for the moment, but later on, it, it might bother you quite a bit. So I want you to be able to talk to somebody if you need to. Thank you, Dad. I love you too. And thank you, Tyler, so much for staying the night and seeing me through this. I know you didn't have to, but it meant the world to me. Of course I had to, you know, with this, uh, this accident happened to both of us, you know, this unfortunate circumstance happened to both of us. And I, I'm sorry that I couldn't have uh, helped you better and earlier, but you know, now we've been through this, we can, we'll be, we'll be stronger when we go through something else. Right. Yes. Right. Um, I'm going to check with the nurses and see what the prognosis is, if we can have you released. Um, and I'll be right back. Um, Tyler, do you want some more coffee? Angelica, do you want anything? I'm not too hungry right now. Thanks. Yeah. Right. I'm just hoping we get out of here and have a, a better lunch somewhere happier. Yeah. No. I guess they want people to get out of the hospital, so they feed them lousy food. And weird smells and shit. Um, all right. So I'm going to go ask the nurse. Mm -hmm. uh, when does it look like she can be released? All right. So you, you head out into the corridor. And the, the nurse's station is only really a few steps around the corner. So you don't have to go very far at all. Right. 
Um, those shift changes evidently happened because the nurse, if she'd been there all night, would not be as bright and bubbly as she is this morning. Uh, she right, says one one second and starts looking eagerly through the files that are on uh, on the table in front of her. Scans quickly down the sheet and says, "Well, it looks like I think the uh, the doctor just wants to have a quick." Um, a quick once over just to make sure that everything's fine that with with a bit of time that nothing else has kind of reared its head uh we can probably um uh, assuming you're happy and she's happy to uh to get out of here we can probably have you out of here within the hour that would be fantastic yeah we'd like to get home yeah no no problem just uh, right. the, the doctor will be in in about 10 15 minutes and then Excellent. thank they, you very much just, yeah paperwork from there all right so I come back and I tell you guys. Should be okay. within an hour, so. On the way, something happens. You turn back around the corner mm -hmm. and you've got the corridor that goes off down this side of the building. You're, you're a couple of floors up, so you've got a nice view outside of the, of the city beyond. Uh, ahead of you, a few steps, there's um, what looks like a maybe mid-twenties girl. Uh, dressed in got jeans, denim jacket, and she's carrying what looks to be a stack of, well, maybe books or papers um, up in front of her. And there's a guy coming the other way who looks like he's reading something. Um, you're not sure if it's a magazine or maybe a slightly larger paperback book, but he's flicking through it, evidently not looking where he's going, and he bounds straight into this girl in front of you. Um, she drops her book, um, the books on the floor, and as they fall, paper just starts descending from the ceiling, almost like snow just falling in the corridor. And he just he looks completely stunned. Uh, Say, like, oh shit! Sorry, I, 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 I did look where I was going. And they all start. They both start scrabbling for books on the floor. What do you do? Well. Um... I, I assume that maybe I wasn't paying that close of attention and that when she hit, she went like this. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, if there's any papers falling near me, I'll also start picking them up and putting them together. You start grabbing them and looking around and there's just hundreds of sheets falling from the ceiling. And you're looking at these things in your in your hand and they're all typewritten as if they've come out of an old typewriter and it's just gobbledygook it's just letters in random orders they don't even form words and looking up the paper seems to be almost falling through as if the ceiling was like a, a hologram but they're just falling straight through the roof and coming and falling down onto the floor um, right at your feet all the way down the corridor um i look at her i look at him i look back up the roof um, sanity roll. Close. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, this would definitely be a prompt if this is a different game. Um, you look back at him, and it's at that point you realise when he looks up that as he's tried to, to reach forward and grab more of these papers and books that's fallen on the floor, his hand and the girl's hand have met. He looks up, and you can note and notice at that point that there's a little, almost like thumbprint-like birthmark on his right cheek. And he just looks into looks at the gun and says, My name's Wayne. And she says, My name's Emma. Um, I drop the papers and I almost plaster myself against the wall behind me. You back up and slam against the uh, against the door. 
just as you are against the wall, just as a uh, attendant is pushing a trolley past you and looking kind of a little bit stunned, but says, oh, thanks for getting out the way. And there's no paper. There's just a couple of patients, one pushing with a little uh, kind of an IV stand going down the corridor, the attendant pushing a trolley, and everything appears normal. But you can give me a keep it together roll now. Keep it together. Is there any kind of bonus or willpower? Willpower. Oh, yeah, zero. So nine. Oh, so the strain is too much. Your mind uh, is finding this difficult to handle. I'm going to say that as you threw yourself back against the wall, that you're basically almost like paralyzed, very similar to Jessica's reaction last time. Right. This is just. You're you're freaking out, basically going, "What the hell is going on?" Pinned up against up against the wall. So Tyler and Angelica probably hear your your jab just as he's about to come into the room, just go slam up against the wall. Yeah. Dad. Uh, um. Are you okay, okay? George? I'm going to scoot towards the door, staring at these other people in the hallway, and just come inside looking like I've seen a ghost. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's not bad news, right, George? Uh, something just happened to me that I I can't explain. It, well, have a have a seat. I'll get you some water. Tell us, tell us what happened. It's it's insane. Am I losing my mind? Are, are we're at the hospital? Yes. Yeah, Dad. Yeah. We didn't sleep a lot last night, you know. Uh, but what did the nurse say? Uh, about an hour. Um. I I don't even know how to. You know, last night, when I went into your room, Angelica, is it Angelica's room? Yes. Yeah. I had a hallucination. I thought I saw an operating table, a woman having a C-section, a doctor. He handed me the baby, and then... Everything went back to normal, but the baby had a birthmark on its face, like a thumbprint. And the woman on the table, this is why it was such a real hallucination. The woman on the table said, call him Wayne. And just now in the hallway, I was there and this man bumped into a woman and she dropped the paper in her hand and I went to pick it up and the, the everything on the paper was gobbledygook and there was pieces of paper falling out of the ceiling but there were no holes it was like the ceiling wasn't really there and the man that bumped into her said to her my name is Wayne and he had the same print on his face this side that 
And then there was nothing. It was gone. Oh, Tyler, you look like you're turning white. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, these, these things are strange. Um, the strain? Yeah. No, it's strange. These things are strange. You know how it is, though. Um, you know, when uh, the unconscious mind attaches to some symbol or other, uh, it'll repeat itself. You well, know, I was that... I was feeling pretty good up until that moment. I figured we were going to get out of here and we could get back home and we could. Maybe you just this. had a a strong memory. Did maybe something just triggered it, Dad? But I don't know anybody named Wayne. But now I've seen two people at different ages, both named Wayne with the same mark on their face. And Tyler, you flinched when I said Wayne. Why well, did you, you know, flinch? Do you know somebody named Wayne? Uh, that's, you know, I mean, have you heard of synchronicity? Like the theory of synchronicity? No, I don't listen to hip hop. Uh, I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's an older term that's been used. Um, uh, I mean, first of all, the sound Wayne, like it's such a simple, like, Wah, like a baby sound. I mean, maybe you just heard the baby crying in your hallucination, but it wasn't hallucination, George. I saw the same room. So we're definitely, we're perceiving something here and you shouldn't freak out about your own mental well-being what you should be aware of is that what we call reality has layers right wait a second what are you saying i'm saying that you shouldn't think you're crazy because you saw that hospital room because jessica saw that hospital room and i saw that hospital room you know that Jessica did. You saw her freeze the door. I, I, I think Genesis did too, although she's not real communicative these days unless it's about, you know, Pastor Richard. But what the hell is going on here? What Tyler's saying, you should listen to him, Dad. Are, but what are you saying? Are you saying that what we see as reality is something else there's there's more to human experience than just what is obvious you know it's like the hindus say or whatever like there are layers and veils it's not all just no, I'm, I'm, I'm not that spiritual um I, yeah i'm, no, I get I'm it. freaking also, out right now I, again you know what every every spiritual practice in the world like they all go through sleep deprivation to have visions Right, and you have not slept. You've been really stressed out. Like, so that's true. Like, just the the way brains work usually, like it changes when you have drugs or you don't sleep or you go through rituals or whatever. All right, but I, all right. I, I well, did. Let's, I did know a man named Wayne, and so maybe you got that from me. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's just hopefully they'll just come and we can get the hell out of here. And I sit there and I'm quiet and I'm upset and contemplative and I'm afraid that I'm having a stroke. 
something. And Angelica and I are doing very tiny, like, yeah, I don't know. Good work. Nice. Right. So we'll leave it in that on that awkward note there for the moment. And back over to Genesis. So you've got this heavy hand on your shoulder that's squeezing almost like jaws of life as the pastor seems maybe a little bit taller than you previously thought he might uh, previously thought he was. He's glaring down at you and saying, So child, do you want to answer my question? Why? Can I sense what I can sense? Do I, do I want to answer your, your question? Your, your question? Why, why don't you answer my question? Why me? Why orchestrate? You can't lie to me. I, I know. Just. Why me? Why that night? Why the security? Why? Just why? Because you're all the children of God, my dear. You're all part of the same family. You just need to realise that. This isn't... This isn't no act of God. You're saying you can send men to assault people. That's an act of God. That's, that's you. You orchestrated that. And who am I but a servant of God? And acting God's wishes. Yes, but that... That's not as if... You're playing God. You can't do that. You can't bring people... It's not my place like to play them. God. I, like I said, I am just a servant of God. No. And I think... And he squeezes that little bit tighter. Yeah. You can give me a roll to endure injury because he is about he's about to shatter your shoulder. Yes. Uh, oh, because you need to know the harm level on this. Uh, take a minus two on that. Okay. So. Uh... Um, that'll just counteract what I get to it anyway, so that's 12 altogether then. Okay, so middle of the ground. Um, we'll go with the injury throws you off balance, so you feel this sudden, really painful crack, um, and you just go end up going limp with the pain as it shoots through, through your body. And you've managed to hold your ground because you're, you're pretty stubborn at least you don't, you don't scream but you may be yeah. slightly to yourself uh, as he just looks down at you still with this seemingly looking even taller and just growing before your eyes so I think that with certain knowledge that we'll find a slightly different place in the church for you from going forward but I'll go back to my my original statement. Do you want to answer that question? And he puts his hand on your other shoulder at this point and slowly starts to squeeze. Do you know, do you know the worst thing about this? <laughs> Is that still... I still love you. You're still like a father. 
and a mother to me. You helped me through everything, even though you orchestrated it all. But I still care for you. How is that possible? You put me through so much. He, he smiles and his lips curl back to reveal these almost shark-like triangular teeth that are serrated that run all across his mouth, which is about a foot wide by this point, with eyes that glint red. And he just says, with this tongue that starts to lull across this uh, razor-sharp uh, row of teeth, he says, because you are family and you have accepted your true parents. I'm so proud of you, child. Uh, don't. Uh, Genesis crying very reluctant because she cares about her family and she knows what would happen, but she will actually then embrace. She will probably hug him. Yeah. Okay. You, you try to get your arms around him, but yeah, it's kind of like hugging a yeah, redwood tree. Exactly. Your arms just go out to your sides as you try mm -hmm. to get your hands around this huge bulk, uh, starting to feel the the pipes and the uh, the biomechanical structure of what's under his suit. But you just you just hug and start weeping into his suit. Don't worry, my child. We'll we'll get you home soon. But we need to have a word with your family. Where are they? The hospital. Yeah, you, you can feel him nod. Then we shall go there. Okay. Hey, okay, cutting forward a little bit of time then. Uh, where's Jessica going after you've uh, got Emma on the way back to the police station? Uh, well, playing a bleeding game um, now with my team following up on leads, so I have to wait to hear back from them, so I'm probably going back to the hospital. Good choice. Right, so you arrive pretty much just the paperwork's starting to get filled out. Um, the doctors come in, he does another uh, cursory exam. He's still baffled, uh, but otherwise says there's nothing physically wrong uh, with Angelica. There's the option, as previously mentioned, I believe, that you they can either surgically remove what's left in there or it will pass in it of its own accord. That is completely down to you. Well, didn't we ask that, that it be cleansed out last yeah, night? Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we, we did. We, did. Mm -hmm. we okay. wanted them to take care of it, so we assume that's gotcha. already been done. Yeah, they they can they can have taken care of that by this point, so that's that is a no issue. There's he again just checks to make sure that everything's fine, that there's no no extra bleeding, and that everything is fine the way it is. And he basically gives you the all clear that you can head out. Did the blood tests come back, Doctor? Yeah, they can't find any anything beyond a normal sedative that you were anesthetized, uh, which fits with the story. But other than that, they can't find anything that's flags or any, any other red flags that go up. No infection? No. Oh, God. Well, that's good. Let's get her back home. Yeah. And we probably bump into Jessica as we're going out. Oh, yeah. Also, as you're, you're basically the, the nurse's station going through all the paperwork when she walks in. Oh, hi, honey. Um, we're They're releasing. 
Angelica, I've I have had quite a an evening. Yeah, it's been uh, rather uh, long uh, night and morning and. I don't know what Let's we're going to do about Genesis, quite honestly. Um, uh, she ran out last night. Uh, I don't know where, but when I when I got when I went home, she was just getting there, so she had been out somewhere. I told her to stay home, so she should be there when we get home. Well, let's find she's, out. I'm unless she call. went to church this morning. She probably went to church this morning. Mm -hmm. I hope she didn't say. Oh, we told her not to say anything to anyone. Mm -hmm. I'm worried about Emma. I, I called her so many times. I don't know where she's been. Oh, Emma's in custody. She's in custody? Mom, what well, happened? Uh, well, protection is a more accurate term. Protection? What's going on? Is she okay? Angelica, she brought you to that place. And the person that performed whatever procedure they did on you is very dangerous. Oh. So they're threatening her? Uh, Angelica, I think you're not. We're not that... full of the. I don't know the full details. Okay. But don't worry about her. She'll be fine. Your friend, it sounds like mom's saying your friend is in protective custody. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, we we I mean, we realized this was scary and bad that you've gotten an abortion, but who knows? I could have taken your liver and your kidneys and sent them somewhere. God. Let's uh, let's just go home. Yeah. Uh, do you mind if I? Um, yeah. You I mean, can... my my car's in front of your place, so. Yeah. Uh, Jessica, um, Emma's kind of a nervous kid Do you, is she gonna be all right wherever you have her well uh hopefully after she sobers up a little bit uh-huh all right i understand um uh it turns out i, I are, are we i guess we're in vehicle at, at this point yeah yep. Do we leave the hospital uneventfully well, that depends on because Jessica said she was going to try and call Genesis. If I if I caught that, yes, yeah, okay, that that may impact things. So we'll do that quickly. So get Jessica rings through. Um, Genesis, do you pick up? Mm. Certainly, the pastor's not going to stop you. I guess she she will, but she'll be. Because she is submissive to him at this point, so she'll be looking at him to almost mm -hmm. tell her. Yeah, you're you're in the back of one. Uh, you're in the back her. of a nice stretch limo at the moment, heading towards the um, heading towards the hospital. So when when you pick up, there's the sound of evidently traffic and moving vehicles. So Jessica will get the fact that Genesis is on the move. But yeah, he certainly doesn't st he doesn't stop you from picking up. Genesis, where are you? Uh, I'm on a church thing. 
church thing. Yeah. She went to church this morning. Look, Genesis, you... I, I don't appreciate the fact that you decided to disappear off without telling your father or I where you went. Now is a very stressful time for the family. And I, need, I really need you to be a team player here. Okay, if you could come home as soon as you can so we can make sure everything's okay. Uh, yes, as, as soon as I can. Don't, don't worry, Mum. I think I'll be seeing you sooner rather than later. And she'll pick up. Are she'll you hang okay? Up. She'll hang up on after saying that. Richard, at that point, nods, cocking his head to one side, uh, pushes the intercom in the back of the limo and gets the driver to change direction to head to your home rather than the hospital. Don't worry about Genesis too much, honey. Uh, I, I can only take so much of Genesis right now, so maybe it's fine that she's at church. She wasn't at church. She was on the road somewhere. Oh, was she? She was in a car. She... I thought I overheard Something's wrong. church thing. Something's very wrong. I I mean, reading people is part of what I do, and hmm. with her, with Genesis, wouldn't surprise me if she's planning with the church another protest at the at the clinic. She better not have said anything because I told her not to. I mean, what happened to obey your parents? Well, I think oh. the Bible has advice both to obey them and to um, betray them if they're not proper followers of the, of the Lord, right? The problem oh, of the Bible has got every message in it. Yeah, very, very convenient to pick and choose, eh? Well, let's go. All right. In which case, red line across the uh, the map, road map of Phoenix, and nothing stops you getting back home. So, indeed, Tyler's car's where he's left it, on the, uh, say on the drive. Everything else appears normal, uh, except there are a couple of long black stretch limos parked up on the side of the road just a little bit down from, from your house. We see these, yeah. What the hell? She told. She talked to the pastor. Damn it. But now they're going to show up at our house. I knew this was going to happen. She she just won't let go of this. Well, let's just get you inside. License plates answering Tyler's question. Uh, Unity 1 and Unity 2. Right. It's not that there's a, a visiting diplomat. That's the, the reverend yeah. and company. Look, I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him when he shows up. But Genesis will ask one thing. Well, it probably happened during the car ride. She will still be crying. She'll even be she'll she'll be crying for a while, but she will just be. Um, can can I ask for at least one thing, Father? He just he just grins. Is that the one thing you want to ask for? Can you ask for one thing? <laughs> Uh, sorry, I'm not in the right. The right, it's all a bit too much at the minute, but I, 
the men who assaulted me that night. I had, at the next convenience, I want to face them, if you catch my... I know it's not very holy of me, Father, but... I'm, I'm sure we can arrange a meeting. After, after we've had a little chat with the family, then I, I can, I can take you to where they will be. And she's just crying. She's continues to, she's got a continuous stream going down. Okay, in which case, then when you, uh, when the family arrives back home, and heads inside, uh, there is indeed your tear-stricken face of your daughter, sat in one of the chairs in the living room, and shaking. Opposite, there is in one of the nice big armchairs in there. Um, there is the pastor in his nice got linen linen suit, got feet up on a footstool, and generally looks like he's making made himself at home. Pastor Ward, um, Jessica, you should take Angelica upstairs. Tyler, you can come. Genesis, I thought we had a discussion. She remains quiet, crying and shaking. Pastor Ward, we have had a very difficult evening. And um, we are not prepared to discuss it right now. Um, Genesis has directly disobeyed me by going to you. And uh, I'm sorry that she bothered you. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. It's, uh, I'd say, partly my fault that... I did, I did kind of press the issue and asked to find out what was troubling your, your daughter so. And he looks around. Is it just you and Jessica there in the room with him or...? No, Jessica and Angelica and Tyler would have gone upstairs. Oh, so it's just you that's there. Okay. Yeah. yeah he, get, he gets up then. And it's like he's looking around you, like he's taking in the scene of everything that's in your immediate but personal bubble. And he cocks his head slightly to one side. Yes, it's like your daughter. It's someone that's close to you both, but it's neither of you two. I'd rather, I'd rather appreciate it if I could see the rest of the family, even if it's only for a few moments, then I will, I'll be on my way. Well, actually, well, you can you can get the hell out of my house. Just good. Okay. Um, not right now, Pastor. Maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. Um, there's just too much going on right now. I'm sorry to add to that, but uh, I'm I'm going to have to insist. Insist, Pastor. Yes. You're in, Richard. You're in my home. I am I. Yes. <laughs> Why are you acting so strangely? Please, um, I have to ask you to leave. I Genesis, we're going to talk about this later. I don't think that making even very small threats against me is a particularly wise idea. Threats? I'm asking you to leave. Please. We'll talk just... tomorrow. Once I've once I've seen the rest of your family and I've identified who it is that has been targeted by this, then I will go. What are you talking about? 
talking about forbidden arts that there are such things that has been laid down in the Bible as being forbidden practices um, common parlance would put it as black magic but I don't particularly um, like using such a dirty term but someone around here and I can I can smell it someone around here has been affected by this and it is my duty as a servant of the Lord to make sure that this sin is cleansed I, I look at Genesis with like Oh, you're in deep trouble. What what lies have you been spreading? Um, Pastor, please, I I I need you to leave. Uh, he just raises his hands and clicks. Mm -hmm. no, uh, at that point, anywhere. there's a, a knock. At, there's a knock at the door. I'll walk over to the door and open it. Um, outside, dressed in uniforms that you've seen from uh, the numerous times that you've been to the church, are uh, the church security. Uh, there's about a dozen of them outside, all dressed in black shirts, black jackets, and black tra uh, black trousers. Um, each of them, you can see, has just very discreetly got their jacket to one side, showing that they have uh, holsters where you can see the out uh, the tip of a gun what? that's showing through. And they discreetly put the jacket back in place just to cover them slightly. Um, and they're putting two lines looking at you. Um, Richard, what the hell is this all about? He just he just grins. Like I said, I would like to have a word with your family. Please don't let me press the issue and don't ask one more time. I'm sorry. Jessica, I'm sorry. call the police. I yell upstairs. Get the hell out of my house right now. And you can forget about me working on your church any longer. Who the hell do you think you are? He sighs. You had to play it the hard way, didn't you? He just clicks again. And the door in front of you just slams shut. I don't know. Explain what you mean. Uh, the door in front of me? Uh, the door, the outside door where you were looking outside and saw outside on your driveway, the two right. rows of guards, that door just slams shut, so you now can't see the outside. Okay. I'm inside still. Yeah. I'm like, I, I go to open the door. To be it like... It does not budge. Out. The handle does not turn. Do, do I hear this upstairs? Oh, yes. Should. I'm yelling it by yeah. now. Yeah, well, I've, I've contacted, or at least I've attempted to contact. You, you try you try and make a phone call. Yeah. You, you, you pick up the cell phone, uh, you hit 911, and it is dead. There's no sound, there's no signal, there is nothing. Well, this doesn't work, and I want to pull out. I'm going to go run to uh, my bedroom and grab my shotgun. Um, uh, Jess, I'm gonna I'm gonna help Angie to bed. She doesn't need to be stressed right now, okay? But I'll be right here. Well, what's what's going on down there? Is, is that that creep reverend that came in? That's still here. I think so. Yeah, Je Jessica. Who is this man that you've brought into our house? I had to bring him on? in. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. G Genesis. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> What have you done? Who is this I'm man? Sorry. I'm sorry. He's I'm obviously sorry. not who he claims to be. You're not a good Christian pastor. 
What, what do you I think you're never, doing? I have never lied about who I am. Like I said, I am a servant of the Lord. Uh, this is the point where if Jessica wants to uh, bound in with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you're a servant of the Lord? Well, I am a detective with the uh, Phoenix Police Department. I know. And I now fear for my family's safety, and I will use this weapon. Oh, will you? <laughs> he just he just waves in front of him. And something's a little off about the gun, the uh, the shotgun in your hands. Feels a lot lighter than it should do suddenly. Not check check the chamber. Yeah, well, you, you check it and look down at it. You try to open it and realize that you're holding almost like a, a prop gun. It's like it's made of rubber. But it's not, definitely not a real shotgun. I'm going to throw a punch at Pastor Ward as hard as I can. Okay, you're intending to do harm, so uh, that will be engaging combat. Roll plus violence, please. Where is my violence? <laughs> Negative two. I'm a puss. <laughs> uh, you're just not very Ooh. good at. Uh, I got. Uh, well, I got sixteen minus two, so. Fourteen. That's still pretty good. So you inflict damage either way, but it comes at a cost. Uh, I'm going to go with you're subjected to a counterattack because that's uh, the obvious reaction there. Uh, you go in for a punch and you sw you make the swing. You definitely connect. Something feels a little bit off, though. It's almost as if you're punching, like um, like putty. That it's rather softer than you expect, and he just looks at you like someone would look at an, at an ant that's annoying them, and he backhands you. Um, take two harm as you. Um, so this is for when you do your endure injury roll to see how the outcome of it is. Um, he just backhands you, and you fly across the room like you've been shot out of a cannon. Okay. So give me a roll, plus fortitude, and then minus two. Plus fortitude. And 11, 12, 13. And then you said minus two? Yep. So, so 11. 11. Still, you're still middle of the road. Okay, I will pick a serious injury. Um, he is—he hits you with such a force that you—you you take the clobber mostly by your arm, and your arm just snaps like a twig um, to the point where it's—it's it's almost just like a rag doll going limp at your arm um, by your side now, compounded by flying through the air a good couple of three three feet off the off the ground, and then landing against the wall and sliding down it. So you are in a serious amount of pain. Right. Um, under your wound track, uh, you'll notice you've got serious and critical wounds. Correct. Um, for your first serious wound, we will go with broken arm. Okay, so I tick it? Uh, tick means that it's been stabilized, so if someone okay. gives you first aid at some point, then that will that okay. will stabilize them. So I've got a broken... And that means I've got a minus one ongoing. Yeah, until all of your until wounds have been stabilized, then the, plus, uh, then the minus one goes okay. away. Um... My arm! I yell. Right, so Angelic and I are now hearing... Oh, you hear a massive thud I, downstairs. I, I'm opening, I'm leaving, I'm going downstairs. My dad. Ange, I, Ange, will, Ange. I will try, so I mean, 
the shotgun's useless, but as he smacks my husband across the room, if I quickly switch to my sidearm and just fire it, is it still a real gun? Um, I'm going to say that you've got the drop on him quick enough that he hasn't been able to change the gun to, um, to nothing yet. So, by all means, fire away. Um, now, there are various different ways of using weapons. Oh. This is going to be a standard sidearm, so this is going to be a, like a regular handgun. You've got the base option is what's called combat shooting, which will do two harm, uses one of your four ammo. This is fairly abstracted. It's, it helps to make, uh, so you don't have to like, keep track of bullets too much and, and so on. Uh, you can go full on overkill, which is empty the clip at the motherfucker, um, at which point that's three harm that it would do, but costs you two of your four ammo. The last option isn't so relevant for this instance because it involves multiple targets. So unless you want to start shooting your family, probably not going to Yeah, let's take out Genesis and the no. <laughs> Defy accident. Yeah. Accident. Uh, no, I went to a go all out. I'll do the, the, the second option. Overkill. Overkill. Okay. So you have two ammo left after this. Uh, give me roll, pl uh, roll plus violence. Ouch. Six. Wow. Ouch. Oh. Your attack doesn't go as you anticipated. Uh, you might be subjected to bad luck, miss your target, or pay a high price for your assault. Um, I'm going to go with the fact that, yeah, maybe you thought you were quick enough, maybe or not, that as you bring the gun up and just start to pull the trigger, you realise that it's a cap gun that just starts firing and uh, that just starts clicking away in your hand. So Angelica's running down the stairs, stairs saying, Daddy! Yeah. And I'm running down the stairs saying, Ange! And so we... Tyler, How does dad. the reference look? I'm he looks sorry. like a guy in a um, with slightly silvering hair in a linen, white linen suit, uh, white shirt. Um, looks as normal as you've ever seen him. There doesn't seem to be anything odd about him. And Genesis is sobbing on the couch, which isn't that strange. I'm sorry. But George is slumped against a doorway, holding a broken arm. And Jessica's yeah. got hold of a cat gun. Right. The minute Angelica gets to the bottom of the staircase, the pastor's eyes lock on her. And at that point, he just, sm he just smiles contentedly and nods his head. What are you doing in here, creep? Get out! My dad told you to leave. You're breaking Wait. the law. Angelica, no, stay away law. from him. He's dangerous no, now. No use. He's not going to stop. He walks over towards Angelica. He takes a couple of steps. Doesn't go past Jessica, because I imagine Jessica's in the way from how you've described running in into the room. Stay the fuck away from my wife. I've got no interest in your wife. In fact, I've got no interest in any of you apart from your, your daughter. Stay away from my daughter. I don't want to join your church, you freak. That's not what I'm asking. Who did it to you? Look, we're... The hell? Did... did That's what I'm what? working on right now, you jackass. I think, however, that your definition of working on would involve handing this person over to the authorities. This person needs to be tried by God's justice. This person has committed a sin against God and needs to be punished and have God's judgment dispensed upon them. Your petty law 
won't do that. You can find her, that would be perfect. I'll give you until tomorrow night, tomorrow at midnight, to deliver them to the church for their judgment. If you don't give me them by that time, I think we might pick up where we left off here. And he just looks at George. Need I remind you that the the chief of police is a member of my congregation, that with a word, he turns from Jessica, turns to George again, with a word I could snuff out your petty excuse of a career, turns to Genesis, you were doing so well, and then turns back to, uh, to Angelica, and I don't even know what to say to you. Get out. I'm sorry. Well, I'll leave, and he then grabs Genesis by her ah. remaining broken, sh- uh, by her still intact shoulder. I'm going to take some collateral, because if you don't turn up, I'm going to make sure that you really will regret that you did. Do we have an understanding? I believe we do. Whatever the hell it is that you are. A servant of the Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at him and I'm still trying to figure out how the, how he smacked George through the air across the room and changed by guns into toys, essentially. Does he All he did was click and wave his hand. He's the devil. <laughs> he he snorts at Can I see through the veil at that thing? Give me a roll plus soul, let's see if you can. Because with his tampering of the illusion around here, I would say that it's being stretched pretty thin. That's a nine and a three plus my three is twelve. Okay, so middle of the road. That will be you see reality, but you're also affected by the illusion. Oh, well, it will definitely sense you, because at the moment, I've not described that it looked at you. It was pretty much uh, focusing completely on the family uh, the family unit. Yeah, it I looks was... at you now. Um, you see a creature that's about eight foot tall. Uh, this thing is wide, like the largest tree trunk body that you could imagine. It's You can see there are pipes running underneath the skin where there are fluids moving, almost translucent parts of flesh around the joints where you can then see the mechanical skeleton underneath. This thing has two red glowing eyes and a mouth like a shark that's about a foot wide through which this tongue has lulled out and is just rolling down its front like a tie. This thing is monstrous and looking upon it forces a keep it together roll because you you haven't seen anything like this and this is terrifying and you know that it knows that you have seen it I was enjoying the fact that it was ignoring me because I wasn't family but I, you know, you can't just get walked around on like that Uh, 9 and 4 for my keep it together and I have a plus 2 so that's 15 in which case, you are not shaken by it. You don't take a stability hit. You're able to keep it together. Oh, Yes, Angelica. Keep her private message to you. I, I'll read in a sec. 
Are you able wondered... to keep it together? Yes, I'm keeping it together, and as I see the pistons and the weirdness and the jaw, I'm just looking for some kind of weak point, some bladder or some something that I can think about for future because it's it's such a it's such a gross amalgam of filth and nonsense. It can't it's not as strong as it appears. So I'm looking for that weakness. Yeah. There are a couple of points that you can think of that would be potential weaknesses. Uh, some of those tubes that you can see poking through this kind of whitey, partially trans, uh, translucent skin could be vulnerable points because they don't look like they're particularly strong. They, they look like almost plastic tubing because you can see this yellow fluid running through it. So if you were to get a good sharp instrument and start hacking away at some of those tubes, that might do, do something. I'm afraid we'll need that knowledge. Okay. I'll actually answer Angelica's question uh, openly because it's more of a rules-related uh, thing. Uh, there are various in what are called player moves. There are default moves that everyone can do. Um, I ask for the roles in reaction to what uh, the players are saying that their character is doing X, Y, or Z. Um, the one that Tyler has enacted is see through the illusion, which is role plus soul. So that is one of the one of the standard ten moves that all characters get, but it only triggers in certain instances. Normally, like when the illusion is thin, which in this case it is. So this would be this would be a moment where you could elect to roll it if you wanted to. But there are consequences, obviously, with all these rolls if you roll badly. But to everyone else, it just appears like a guy in a white suit. He puts his hand on Genesis's shoulder while then looking at Tyler because he realizes that he's been seen and his eyes narrow slightly. Yeah, Is that looking. friend of yours a part of this, Genesis? That Angelica. I'm sorry, I didn't. I could have stopped this. But... And why didn't you? He's. He's my true parent. Brainwashing. And just taps Genesis on the shoulder. As I said, I'll take some collateral to ensure your cooperation. You can you can see Genesis again when this is all done. You'll never get away with this. I think we have an understanding. He just uh, gestures for Genesis to rise from the couch. She goes, she, I'm sorry, I just, I couldn't, I learnt things and I just couldn't stop myself. Just wraps an arm around her shoulder and just starts leading her towards the door. You hear a click from his other hand as it's down by his side as he goes, as he walks. Any last words for, for the family before you leave? Yeah. So, and she she'll just say one thing while staring at her father. The men in black did it to me all that years ago. That year. Genesis, this man is a criminal. He's probably going to kill you and I can't stop it he shakes I his can't. head no 
Why would I kill a member of my family? Why would I kill my own daughter? Because you're a freaking monster. I, I can't, Why would you I attack me? I couldn't resist you're not dead, it. Are you? Get the fuck out of my house. I couldn't stop. I'm sorry. As you wish. Come on, come on, child. And he escorts Genesis out the front door. That seems to open normally for him now. Uh, the entourage form a nice protective bubble, a circle around you as they take you down to the car and then show you into the back seat. The pastor climbs in with you and the group disperses between that car and the other limo and then drive away. At that point, Genesis will be uh, will be leaving us. Now, as a, as a quick out-of-game note... Um, Josh, our player here, currently uh, be with us up until this point. So what would normally be a fairly dick move of a GM removing a player character from uh, from play midway through a scenario, this was all prearranged so that we could get uh, get Josh a little bit of play before before he has to go. So hope you enjoyed and catch up with you after the scenario. Right, yeah, you, you are indeed left kind of shaking your fist at the, uh, the two limos as they're pulling away. And I yeah. I think my arm is broken. Uh, well, I'll take a look, look at it. Tyler? Angelica? Yeah. Do either of you know what the, what the hell just happened here? <laughs> you know, uh, I, I know that we needed to get George some medical assistance uh, and that that monster isn't a human being, let alone a man of God. And I don't know what we can do to appease it in the amount of time. Is he some sort of mafia or? No, it's not even human, George. What Mom. do you mean he's not even human? He turned, George, whatever that thing was, it turned my guns into prop toys. George is in shock. Jessica, can you do anything to get him stabilized without having to spend time in the hospital? Because we're not going to be able to. I can try. My arm's broken, though. So, Ad administering first aid is an act under pressure role. Well, I'm also wondering if Jessica can call some friends, given her authority, and have him like you know check for concussion, stabilize his arm, and not have to provide formal documentation. Because what are we going to say? The Reverend threw him magically against the wall and broke his arm. Like that's not no. We said the Reverend, some sort of a criminal, and he had his thugs beat me up. Right, but but everyone in the block can say that his thugs were outside, uh, providing a friendly entourage. And as he pointed out, the chief of police is in his pocket. Oh, I mean, I'll do what I can. But okay, now before you let the dice roll. There are a couple of modifiers on this. Des describe what you're doing. Well, I suppose it depends on what my arm looks yeah, like. Where if is the it? bone is yeah. sticking out? Then <laughs> the it seems to, it's not completely um, what I think it's called a compound fracture, where it sticks out from the uh, from the arm. It's not that bad. Um, you can definitely tell it's broken. It's bruised to hell and back. Um, all around yeah. that area, but you're fairly sure that the nothing's pierced the skin. Well, the I guess the key then is to set it to where it's comfortable, mm -hmm. like get his arm to where it's comfortable, and then 
immobilize it. Okay, so you'll you'll bring in uh, something to make a kind of rudimentary splint, splint and, and then tie it up. But uh, you don't, start. Jessica. You don't want to call a friend who's an EMT or something who can who will be discreet and actually make sure he gets proper care. Like I'm thinking, we need, uh, you know, care, but not. Unfortunately, official. Tyler, I don't have a friend like that. Unless you feel like you want to call your parents. Look, I'll, I'll be fine. Just, just set it. I mean, put a, a splint on it. We can, go to the hospital t after this is all over. What? What did Richard mean? What, what did he mean, Mom? That 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 Genesis is his daughter. Look, I he's brainwashed her. Yeah, Genesis is lost to us. She's her conversion has gone so deep that she sold us out essentially to why did he thing. seem to believe that he knew something had happened to angelica nobody here said anything about angelica until he looked at her i don't he said he was looking for something didn't he i don't know what that was but but when he walked in whatever the door, it was angelica has it if 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 genesis had told him about angelica he would have come in looking for Angelica. She, I wonder if Genesis told Richard about the abortion and if the Reverend's looking for the one who did the abortion. Well, that's what it sounded like, but how did... There's, there's I can't a answer gap that. there. Somehow he knew you were involved without knowing for sure. Genesis. Obviously Genesis. But then he would have come in looking directly for Angelica. He he didn't come in the house and say, "Where's Angelica?" He didn't. He didn't have. To he looked at me like I had done something. Well, look, I can make out it's something about Genesis. He knew something was wrong, and then he wanted to see something here. It still was Genesis. Genesis is what brought him onto this in the first place, whether she said anything or not. Angelica. Well, uh, I, you've been through a lot. Um, I've told your dad a little bit. I think I did talk to Jessica too, but let's let's do the basic stuff first. Do you guys even have, I know you guys are super holy these days, but you gotta have something you can drink while you look at his arm. If you go to the, uh, go, go to the cabin. It sounded Checking. like he was accusing us of some sort of black magic. No, 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 no. Whoever, whoever did something to Angelica did the black magic. That's who he wants. But how could he, he know that? That's, that's all nonsense, isn't it? And George, how did he I, hit you all the way across the room, huh? How do you turn my guns into prop guns? We don't know. I give a sideways glance to Tyler. Yeah, I mean, again, and you're right. We've got to, we've got to try to help them understand, but. We gotta have your dad okay first. Like we we can't splint his arm with the rubber shotgun. When you look at that gun on the floor, that gun looks pretty damn real now. Although nothing's happening at the moment, mm -hmm. especially the thing with the the paper falling out of the roof. I'm sitting here thinking, is this real? Can I try to look through the veil, as uh, they say, or is this an appropriate moment? Yeah, see, th 
see through the illusion, I'd say that there's been there's not enough time to have passed for everything to so, uh, settle down completely. So yeah, I'll give this will be the one other chance that someone gets to have a look through. So yeah, roll plus soul. I only got a six. Ooh. That's never good. Right. Something sense. The GM explains what you see and makes a move. Well, I don't see the need to have reality come crashing down around you at this point. You've got enough on your plate as it is. So, I'm going to say that you try to focus and for the briefest a moment that you think you're in this what looks to be almost marble room that it's just roughly the same dimensions as the room you're in but the walls are made of marble the floor is made of marble and just there's this fleeting moment of complete and utter loneliness and then it goes all right in response to jessica uh you know i keep reading bits of <laughs> reading bits of the rules after i've asked for rules uh, after a roll because you're not in any immediate threat you don't actually have to make an act under pressure roll so you just perform first aid and it works if you're trying to do it in a situation maybe like you're in the middle of a gunfight or there's some other immediate lurking danger then it would be an act under pressure roll uh, if you don't have a first aid kit you would have a minus two to that roll and then there's various consequences for how you how the dice fall but for the moment it's no threat you just take a few minutes putting the splint in place and george can put a tick next to your broken arm as it's now stabilized so you don't have the minus one going forward um uh tyler did did you want to get a, a a drink i can show you where the stuff is where the drinks are in the kitchen well maybe we'll maybe we should get something ready now that uh because it's a police household i assume that jessica actually had a pretty decent first aid kit somewhere at hand and so George is stabilized. It was, it's time for us all to sit down on the couch. We know that George doesn't have a concussion, right? Although he's a little freaked out looking. Hi. But I yeah, Angel Angelica, I think maybe it'd be a good idea to have something at hand because this is going to be a hard conversation. Okay. Um, uh, George, Jessica, uh, I'm gonna, you know, like put you guys in the most comfortable place, and and Angelica and I will sit like holding hands somewhere. We're on the couch. Yeah. Um, uh, Jessica, the names that I that I mentioned you in the hospital, like that's what that. Reverend is looking for. Eve is who that reverend's looking for. But the other name that I mentioned, Wayne. George has seen Wayne twice now. Twice. Who is Wayne? Wayne is uh well as I as I told Jessica, Wayne is somebody that I met at the university who was a kind of mentor to me, who was a a, a brilliant medical mind, but also interested in experiencing a deeper reality than we're accustomed to. 
and he introduced me to what the reverend would certainly call occult practices. Um, but it's really just digging past, you know, this transient world into what's underneath it, which is what you saw in Angelica's room last night and in the hospital. And Angelica and I have, well, I visited with Wayne a, a deeper reality and Angelica and I have been there together once too. That was that one time. That was that night, Tyler. Yeah, it was that night. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I guess the rules are different there. Are, you're saying that the both of you have been involved in some sort of black magic? If you want to call it that, if you want to call the Reverend beating you up and destroying your house and stealing your daughter white magic, but it's just different kinds of reality, right? And that thing, that thing that looks like the Reverend is some kind of demon made out of pipes and steam and hate with a mouth full of predator, predator teeth and it doesn't care about decency or justice or well-being. It's not trying to clean or help anything or anyone. It's a monster. How can we stop it, Tyler? I, this is my family. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how we can give it what it wants. I don't believe it would keep its promises if we did. I don't, I don't think it would, if, if it was just I mean, I don't know about you saying that it's not human, but whatever it is, I don't believe that it's going to keep its promises. We could ruin his church. He's a televangelist. He makes lots and lots of money. I honestly don't believe that the whole thing with the... the you've got probably far more clout with the police chief than he does. I'd like know. to think that was true. I'd like to think that was true. Look how much this, he brainwashed Genesis. This, that's true. This He's, all sounds... <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking of finding Eve or whatever her name is. I keep... And maybe... <sighs> if we don't hand her over, then, then what? I mean, if he can somehow disrupt something or has some kind of power against it, maybe she can help us. Maybe we need to find her so she can help us. But it, it makes no sense. If he's so powerful, why can't he just find Eve? Just Well, just because you're powerful doesn't mean you're omniscient. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is that she's probably powerful too. It actually makes complete sense. I, I've always thought that TV evangelists were just shysters. Well, here's a Hail Mary for you. And I'm going to pull out my phone. And to that number where you contact this lady. All right. I am going to, like, I, like, I desperately need your help. Um... You, I wonder, uh, I mean, you did something to my daughter, and now something I can't explain is trying to harm me and my family. 
I need your help. <laughs> and, okay. it's, and it wants you too. I need your help. Like just straight up honesty, <laughs> like desperation here. I don't know what to do. The wheels of finding this person out in the desert is going to take way too long. Okay. You've kind of almost shot yourself in the foot with something you said there, but it's not impossible. You, She might take pity on you and she might make contact. Influence other. Please roll plus charisma. Yeah, because she could just run. Yeah. But I mean... It's the story that we're telling. Yep. Here we go. Well, time to throw these dice away. <laughs> I take it that's a below nine. Yep. What'd you get? Okay. Oh. I got a seven. Rolling against the name PC. Your attempt has unintended repercussions. How long are you wanting to wait before someone gets back in touch with you? We've got a few questions. I mean, I, I, I and by the way, uh, I appreciate that you guys haven't treated me like I'm totally crazy. I'm glad that you saw enough to, to three to times now. Your understanding. I've seen something else. In yeah. fact, a few moments ago. I saw something else, like I was in a room, a marble room all by myself. Oh, yeah. You're saying this isn't real, that we're looking at. There are many veils, uh, but nothing that we normally experience is, is what's important or real. I These saw lives that are too. all illusions. Well, how do we see through this? If we're in some sort of a computer simulation or a hologram. There are different practices and there are different understandings. Uh, there, there are rituals, there are ceremonies, there are drugs. It, it, everything comes at a cost, like all knowledge. Um, if, I, if I could set up something here that was transcendent, I, I, we don't have uh, the, I don't think we have the resources to do anything. Uh, I think our only sufficient. hope is this finding this woman. Well, I wonder if I should use my own phone and call her because, well, I know that Wayne and she were very close, and Wayne is still suffering, and that might compel her but well, it might not think... i don't know why they stopped i don't know what happened between them and i don't know why i'm seeing wayne yeah. tell him if george is here if if you think that tyler if you think it would help by all means yeah i don't think i don't think it'll hurt right now that we have a number well here you go Oh, yeah, she certainly hasn't responded to uh, Jessica's text yet. Um, is Tyler calling or texting? Uh, Weren't the instructions that it was a text-based communication? Yeah. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't break that rule then. Okay, so you just you just send a a regular text. What what is it you put? Um if this is Eve, I am Tyler. Wayne is suffering and we are in danger. Please respond. Okay. Uh, you can give me an influence other. Because of certain things you put in there, I will give you a bonus. You can get a plus two on that. That's good, because my charisma is not great. Uh, that is a nine and a one. And a minus one and a plus two, you said? Yep. So 11. Okay. So that is... Yep. Oh, no. Middle of the road, I'll go there. Uh, you wait about 30 seconds. Your phone rings. Eve? Yeah, a voice you haven't heard in a long time. Um, you can hear outside that she's definitely outside somewhere. You can hear there's vehicles moving by. Uh, you hear trucks. So she's probably somewhere near a, a fairly major road, you think, talking, out, uh, talking outside. And she stutters a bit. But what, what, what do you mean, Wayne? Wayne's hurting? Oh, Eva, I thought you were dead. I'm sorry. Uh, Wayne, uh, Wayne hasn't gone away. Um, but he's he's stuck and he's in pain. That would explain why I can't why I couldn't contact him again. What what the hell happened? Uh, I think uh, I, you know I was trying to bring him home and I couldn't. You you fucked it up. Eve, I thought you were dead. I thought he was dead. Of course he's dead, but we took precautions for this. Yeah, I didn't. I did. I. I. If I'd known, if I could have reached you, I would have trusted you, of course. But I thought you were. I thought they killed you both. No, they. They got him. They didn't get me. I wasn't. I wasn't at the apartment at the time. And I, I contacted him afterwards to find out what had gone wrong, and that was the only time I could get to him. But any attempt I tried after that failed, and now I evidently know why. Because he Swiss cheese his fucking soul. That's why. Yeah, well, uh, there's enough of him. There's a lot of him. He's still willful. I, whatever. And and that and this, you know, there's something after you. I kind of gathered. I mean, I've been trying to hide as best I can, but souls only last so long. I mean, I harvest as many as I can, and then I just use them as a, use them as ablative armor, but they wear down. Okay. Uh, what can, uh, is there something I can do to protect you from this creature or can you do something to protect us from it? We, we need to talk over something that's not a phone, I think. We're getting into yeah. the territory where it could raise, raise attention. Um, Understood. Okay, there's, where, where's closest to you? Where are, where are you at the minute? You know, we're on the northwest side of Phoenix in a private... <clears throat> Tyler, tell her to come here. You're welcome to this house. But uh, too many people around. That's, that's part of my problem. Um, I know a, I know a diner. It's on the um, you know, interstate heading out of heading out of town to the north. Um, it's a fairly quiet place. Um, she gives you the address. Uh, meet me there in an hour. 
Good, we'll come. Is there anything yeah. we can do? Bring some live meat with you. Or if you're not willing to, to give some up yourself, then I'm gonna I'm gonna need someone I can harvest. Understood. Do what I can. I'll see you soon. Thanks, Eve. And she clicks off. We can only hear half that conversation. Are we meeting her somewhere? Yeah, uh, you know, she's understandably paranoid. And, you know, I don't think she trusts me completely after all. It's been, there's been some confusion, um, some misunderstanding. But, uh, yeah, there's a diner up on the interstate. Um, we can go, and, and if you want to bring anybody, uh, you know, like Jessica, if you want to bring a little backup, if you can trust anybody, but we should move pretty quickly. Uh, I'm not sure that you should contact anybody at the police station, considering the pastor. That's a good point. Is this woman a criminal? Is she some sort of dangerous person? This is the woman that Jessica, you've been looking for. Oh, yeah. what are we mixed up in? Yeah, we are. We are between. Uh, I wish it were Scylla and Charybdis. We're between, you know, a mongoose, mongoose, and a cobra. Um, one of them has tried to kill us already and taken Genesis. So I can only hope the other is going to treat us better. You mean you mean Eve? Eve is like on the same type of thing as Richard. I, I mean Eve, Eve and Richard are enemies, and they're both frightening people. They're both not normal people. But Eve didn't, you know. Eve, I, Eve didn't take Genesis away from her family. Eve didn't uh, abuse anyone or come into this house and threaten anyone. But she did something to Angelica. Well, not against Angelica's wishes. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Whether I mean, it was for the best or not. I mean, we're here now. There we can't change the past. I don't understand any of what's going on, but I guess we're going to this diner. Let's, when did she say? Right now? Let's you know, go. she said we should meet in an hour, but I think it's going to be 35 minutes to drive there. Yeah, so, let's go. You know, people can get ready. and. Honey, I can't drive. You'll have to drive. And we got to make sure we're not followed because if, if Richard has his guys out trying to track us down, because if he wanted, to... if he wanted us dead, he would have killed us all. No, he wants the woman. So yeah, let's let's do up. some evasive driving, Jessica, on the way. Yeah, I think that's thoughtful. Although, yeah, I imagine that again because they're fighting on some other plane. It's more like I don't think he's got a goon who's going to drive behind us. I think he's either. Well, let's find through some. You know, who knows? We'll keep our eyes open for. So you're all piling in a car and heading up the heading up the interstate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you arrive 
as Tyler said, about half an hour, 35 minutes later, um, at this dusty little gas station diner combination that's off the off the main road. Uh, doesn't look like it's anything particularly special. It's a fairly small uh, small establishment. You see that there's a couple of cars parked outside the diner um, and a van, a kind of beaten up black van, which looks somewhat familiar from what Jessica's seen on the um, on the recordings. Yeah, so, she's here. You definitely know that. Uh, looking around the place, there's a, say someone filling up a car at the gas station. There's people moving around there, but there's no one coming in and out of the diner. In fact, the diner looks pretty deserted. Okay. You can see as you get a bit closer that the sign on the door has been flipped around to closed. I, I did want to say too, as we were traveling, we were keeping an eye out for any kind of lemos or anything. I, you see none. Uh, I think uh, I'm really the go-between here, and also nobody really wants me. So I'm going to go and try the door, and you should stay in the you should stay in the car with your folks in case anything gets ugly. All right, uh, Tyler. And if and if if I see friendlies inside, I'll just give a wave. Otherwise, I'll keep going. Okay, and then you All guys right. can I don't know. Okay, yeah, you get to the door, you try it. Yeah, it's not locked. You you go inside. And it's a bit like a ghost town. There's no one in here at first glance until you see right at the far end of the counter by a booth that's near the near the window, in fact the booth at the end, there is a rather familiar looking female face. And she gets up and starts walking towards you with purpose. Right, so we come in. Mm -hmm. Eve, um, I'm really amazed to see you alive. I thought I thought I'd never see you again. I thought the night that we lost Wayne, I'd never see anybody again. Yeah, she she just nods. You can see that she's she's trying to hold in slapping you across the face for what you said on the phone about what you've done to done to the love of her life. So yeah, you, you, it's easy to read her. Yeah. Um, so before the family gets here, uh, here's a couple of things that have happened. Mm-hmm. Too late we come in. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say she, she's looking at you ex expectantly. <laughs> I, 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 uh, nothing that the uh, that that uh, Matt Sanderson doesn't know. Fair. Okay. I did write the sheets after all. <laughs> okay, so I, I imagine that cer certain things we know uh, go back and forth, and at which point she she just nods, but just kind of shakes her head, thinking, "Oh, fuck's sake, why?" Why didn't he finish teaching you before? And then at that point you walk in, and actually, yeah, this this is a uh, a definite face that Angelica knows, because this is indeed the lady you saw last night dressed in, uh, yeah, last night dressed in surgical scrubs, and this is the face that matches all the descriptions that Jessica's got for various photo fits and artists recreations for. She just looks between you all and says, I think we'd better sit down. You. 
yeah, it's me. I don't normally, uh, I don't normally meet clients again so so soon after. No names, no judgments, after all. Damn straight. Yeah, it's just I'm business. Sorry that, uh, that you're that this is going to interrupt everyone's business, but uh, it could have been a lot worse. I think it's a lot of danger right here, right now. Mm. But we're not going to be here very long. Yeah, she she goes over to one of the nearest booths and then sits down and kind of gestures for you all to take a seat. So I get two call I get two texts fairly close together. One of them makes me panic and makes me do something I really don't particularly like to do. And then the other is a voice uh, voice from the past I wasn't expecting to hear anytime soon because I would have thought that uh, he would have kept his head down and tried to be a bit more careful, but apparently not. So someone fill me in on what the hell you lot have set on my um, set on my trail. Well, after my daughter got home last night, my other daughter, who was very close to a one pastor Richards, decided to pay him a visit, a little distressed at the whole situation, and somehow that interaction between Genesis and the pastor brought him to our house looking for somebody. He fixed on Angelica. Um, demanded to know who practiced the black magic, um, nearly killed my husband, and is basically threatening to kill all of us um, if we don't deliver you, which we have no intention of doing. Um, the hope is that we can, I don't know, do something to him. Mm -hmm. If, if okay, I may I, translate a little I, bit. I, oh, please, dude, I am... To be honest, I have no idea what the hell's going on, and I'm way out of my depth here. Whatever is is wearing the name uh, Richard Ward already had its tentacles into this family, um, and it's made the connection between one of its subjects, uh, a, a girl named Genesis, and um, the connection to you and and Angelica and the others that you've been treating. And it's got a, a murderous desire to to uh, interfere with you. I think that I think it was gonna find you, but this family happened to be a nexus for whatever reason. Okay. She she nods kind of contemplatively. I'm 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 still almost as much in the dark as you are cuz I don't know really what what killed what killed Wayne in the first place. Um I tried to do a bit of digging myself and tried to find out what I was up against. And uh, some of the threads of people reporting faces and descriptions of people that were running away from the apartment before it got burnt to the ground was saying that it could potentially be people that work for the church, the church of heavenly unity. 
but I I can only do so much when I'm trying to live out the back of a van, trying to hide myself as best I can and trying to put up a the best armor I can against being found so that no one can divinate where I am. It kind of ties your hands a little bit being able to do being able to do any kind of real investigation when you're having to constantly hide like this. So I I don't know what it is that's out there. Um, the, uh, yeah, ward behind the Church of Heavenly Unity, uh, I think he sent his black-clad thugs out the night that Wayne was killed and you fled. Hmm. It was uh, guys in violent men in black that attacked Angelica's sister Genesis, who's now subject to him. Uh, we saw them today. So that all is consistent. Uh, I don't know what it is after. I don't know what church or cult it comes from. It's made of flesh and pipe and bone. And it's, and it's old and big and very nasty. You, you can see that she is going a little pale at your description, but the expression on her face doesn't seem... You don't see like a penny drop or any kind of kind of light bulb moment. She doesn't know what this thing is. All right, I've had enough of this bullshit. Are you some sort of a witch or wizard or something and that there are wizards and magic in the world and this thing, demon, whatever, has our daughter... This is not our fight. This is something between you and it. We want our daughter back. I can, and we want to leave. I can empathize with that. I mean, I've, I've not got any family myself. The only person that I, I ever cared for, what's left of him is now, and she nods towards Tyler, connected to him. You're talking about Ward. Wayne. Wayne. Why is it that I saw Wayne when he was born and his mother told me to, to call him Wayne. And then I saw him again in the hospital with papers that fell from a woman's... Was the woman you? I think it probably was. Am I, I seeing through time and space or something? No, I, I leave that to others. Um, there is magic which can affect time and space. I mean, I've heard of it, but I've never seen anyone practice it. But no, I uh, I suppose you could call me a bit of a wizard. <laughs> she kind of chuckles slightly and leans back in her chair. But it's not space and time I deal with. It's just pure, simple death. Or rather, how to cheat it and how to use it to your advantage. Maybe you should tell us this story about your relationship with Wayne and you sit in an apartment building and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can, I can fill in some of the gaps for you. Um, long story cut short, because I don't want to bore you too much. Um, me and Wayne met at university. Uh, we both had a healthy interest in the occult and it seemed that we were both quite interested in seeing if there was a way by which you could cheat death 
because frankly it's the last thing that either of us want to do uh, ironically as we uh, found out death isn't the end death is just uh, the beginning of another cycle there there's some pretty heavy shit waiting for you after you die and as she says she turns to tyler and says like i said we take precautions just in case anything like this were to happen but anyway we we set out on a journey to find a way to cheat death completely so that we would become immortal we're a fair way down that path we haven't we haven't got to the end of it we don't know how to completely become immortal but i've been able to extend my life a fair amount souls and life essence have many uses such as creating a uh, ablative armor so that one can hide from any magical divination which is what i fully expected to happen after wayne died i was expecting someone to come knocking on my door having traced where i was so i started harvesting souls the best way i could because kids fetuses it's all just flesh they all it's just when they pop back into the uh, pop back into this godforsaken hellhole they call elysium it's just another soul doing the rounds so we stop the clock short and send them back on their merry way back to inferno to be reprocessed that's it it's it's no biggie the soul still exists it just comes to me for a little while and then just passes on and while it's here no one can find the real me i can harvest some energy from death i can make it used to prolong my own life which I fully intend to do if i wasn't and some monstrous thing about to come again knock on my door me and wayne had a good operation set up performed abortions prolonged our own life with the um, with what we took it was great until it seems like we decided uh, we decided to uh harvest one of the souls from a member of that congregation of that church and then they came a knocking when they realized who it was or it was someone doing something that someone objected to I got that much out of Wayne before it said they tortured him and they set him on fire and then killed him. When I heard that, I called up his soul. I had what conversation I could with it before he disappeared. You can only call him up for so long. And then he goes back to his pre-arranged uh, pre purgatory waiting for his processing. And then that's when you decided to Swiss cheese him and completely balls it up, uh, latching what the tattered mangle of a soul left to you. He's probably holding on to you for dear life before he goes to, an, um, to a purgatory that's not his. So not the safe little bubble that they had ready for him, that it'd be somewhere that he's going to go and get completely mangled and eventually reprocess back here as someone else. You said it yourself. If you taught me enough that it wouldn't have happened. And yeah. I'll have you know, the thing you took last night was what was left of Wayne. That's what you harvested yesterday from Angelica. I tried to before her friend stormed in. Imagine, imagine tatters, like clothing that's been shredded, and now someone's just tried to rip it in two, like a playing tug of war with a, a shredded dress. Those little moments that you saw, I'm going to say are probably the most key moments of his life. When we first met, his birth, being a quite pivotal moment in anyone's life. They're all just dropping away like, like ashes flying away from, from her because still part of her, uh, that soul is attached to her. The rest of it's snapped back on a bungee cord to, to Tyler. But you're going to be leaking some of his important memories, defining moments of his life for, for a little while. And this, this world, this illusion is going to change around you as each memory manifests. 
That's what you're seeing. So I'm seeing these leaking memories from Don't, Angelica or from Tyler? Both, both instances, Angelica would have been close to you to see it. How do we deal with this? Something is trying to get you. Something involved with the church. I, I'm not a kind of combatant. I'm not Rambo. I'm not someone that's got a, an arsenal at their disposal. I've got something that I can give you, but it's going to cost. And I'm not talking money. I'm talking. It's going to cost bits of you. What, like fingers or? No, 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 no. Let's talk the me the metaphysical you. Um, I'm going to need part of your essence to do this. I'm going to need. I'm going to need probably ten years off each of your lives to make this work. I uh, I think I should give all of it, if not most of it. What What are you talking about? I mean, I'm the bridge that made all this happen. Well, uh, I've already taken care of the the girl on the till and the and the chef. So if you want to send any of your police friends around here to find what's uh, what's left, do that after we've after we've gone. But they provided a little bit of of juice for me. But if you want to if you want to see what I've got, come out to the van, and she starts getting out of the booth. I look over at Jessica. I'm getting up to follow. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Keep I your mean, arms. I say it, but I'm looking it. <laughs> yeah, I can't do this. I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, I mean, I just look back like, I'm, I'm leaving it. I am following Tyler's lead here. I don't know what's. Yeah, so Angelica's following Jessica. Uh, Jessica, Tyler. Uh, I yeah, I might as well see. I have a feeling my hand goes down to Tyler and sort of helps him out of the, the thing and pushes him <laughs> forward. Okay. Yeah. Um, she leads you outside then and goes over to the uh, over to the van, which the back doors have been positioned so that they open towards the diner, so no one from the outside passing back on the road can see them. Um, she opens it up and then clambers on inside and kind of gestures for you to, to follow on over. Um, the van's pretty big. Um, so inside she's got what looks to be almost like a cot bed um, right at the very back, which would then go into the crew compartment where the driver would, uh, driver would sit. Uh, there's rows of uh, almost like shelving units that have been installed in here. So metal frame that's then bolted onto the interior of the van. Uh, there's the fold-up gurney that's pushed over in one corner. And on some of these shelves, there are various boxes full of medical supplies, um, bandages, some some tools as well, so various implements, scalpels, and so on. And also a few large jars. Um, little jars about yay big. Nice big stopper on top. And inside some liquid in there, some fairly sickly yellowy looking liquid um, there are suspended a number of fetuses which are in various different stages uh, of formation, um, obviously all very dead, some of them have still got the umbilical cord attached and one that she goes up to and pulls down off the shelf 
um, still has the placenta attached at the end of the umbilical cord. And she holds it up and gestures it towards you and says, I can give you this, which can help. But like I say, I need some I need some charge to, to get it working. You said years off of our lives? Yeah. Actually, I don't know how old I am. How old do you want to be? Well, I've got two daughters who are grown, so I probably am at least 40, 45. Yeah, like late 40s, early 50s, potentially. Okay. Well, so given, given years off my life, I'm 45. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Eve, again, I think that uh, I couldn't follow... Uh, your path, but I didn't follow your path with Wayne. I was, I was, uh, I lagged and lost. I have to protect um, these people as best I can, so I will pay them the greatest forfeit. But you have to tell me what to do with this. I'm not just gonna, I'm not just gonna throw this at you and say, here you go, work out how to use it. Of course, I'll tell you how to use the thing. There's, it comes with a, it comes with a few caveats. It has got some limitations, but I'll talk you through it. it, it I guess the only question for me is whether it'll it'll buy you time to get to Iowa, or whether I can actually stop the Reverend's reign of terror. Potentially, I mean, I, obviously, you can't tell the outcome. I, I'm hoping it's effective against him. It's. It's effective against anything living, and from what I can what I can tell from your description, it definitely sounds like it's alive. Not he, it. I mean, I I have this up my sleeve in case I met something horrible, um, horrible up by the crypt. But you know, I think it wants to eat, so I think it's alive. Bits were pumping. Yeah, hopefully, then this thing this will work. Now. If you're looking to burden the whole of this responsibility, I'm going to make you an old man. No, don't, no. Tyler. Let me let me take some of it. I'll take some of it. I can't let you do this to yourself, Tyler. I love you. You kids are young. You have your whole lives ahead of you. I mean... Uh, how, 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 Eve? How can you measure the? Um, how can you measure it out? What's what is required? Number of participants. It's going to get spread between them. I can do it as equally as I can. Can you do it unequally? It's more difficult and runs the risk of something something going wrong, but it can, it might work. Can you take it just from? us parents well i did suggest to uh tyler on the phone to bring some meat with him but he didn't so i've not got anyone else i can call upon because I after i sacrificed seen... anything unwilling for a long time mm -hmm. so she she looks to jessica because after your message that made me panic and that's why i ended up taking the two the two worthless souls in there and adding them to my armor but if maybe things had been a bit quicker, then I could have used them to help do, power this. Do whatever you need to. 
Okay, so it sounds like you're willing. Tyler's willing. Uh, we should split it. Tyler, you and I. My parents, they're older. This would kill them, maybe. We're young. We can do this together, Tyler. You and me. You're not ready to have a baby, let alone be an adult. Well, you didn't. You you failed to understand her capacities. That was part of the problem. This is, we're all doing it. All four of us. Okay. In which case, she puts the fetus in a jar down on one side, and then starts rootling around. You can hear tools and other surgical equipment clattering. And she hands each one of you a scalpel, puts down a bowl on a table that she pulls out and puts at the back of the um, back of the lip of the van. Uh, wherever you want to cut yourselves, as long as you pour blood in that, a drop is enough. But if you want to add more, it will make make things a little easier. No, a little for my thumb. Mm -hmm. Sweeps blood out. Just a little bit of blood. Same. Okay. And mind handing them back? She gestures for scalpels. Okay. Pops them back on um, to one side on a shelf and goes to a little small compartment underneath one of the shelving units where there's a very small refrigerator. Um, you can hear a humming coming from it. She opens it up and starts pulling out various what look to be blood bags. She starts to squeeze the contents into the bowl and it fills after a while, there's probably a few few litres of blood in there. And after a few minutes, she's got a series of five black candles which she's put around the edge of it. She lights each one in turn and then takes the top off the jar of the fetus and very gingerly pulls this wet, dead, floppy bit of flesh out of it and lays it down gently in the bowl with the umbilical cord coming out and she keeps the placenta in her hand she pulls, makes, pulls back the length of the arm of her shirt she's dressed in a uh, what looks to be like a, a trouser suit that's seen much better days she rolls up her sleeve of her, uh, her shirt makes a small cut into the flesh nowhere near any any major vein, but just enough to bring the, the fact that blood starts to pour out and then starts to chant. It's not a language that sounds familiar to you. It's, in fact, it maybe has slight hints of maybe Arabic or something like that, but not a language that you can pin down and say, oh, that's, that's Arabic or that's Latin. It's just the sounds that sound like words. The placenta twitches in her hand and almost as if it comes alive like a snake latches onto the wound and starts to almost writhe on her arm as blood starts pouring through the umbilical cord the baby in the blood starts to twitch and move its mouth opening like it's screaming under, um, under the surface of the liquid and it rolls and writhes around in the blood making waves in the bowl as what look to be almost cuts 
start to appear on its surface and start to form spirals and characters again of some unknown language the thing on her arm the umbilical the placenta after a while it's almost as if it's had its feed it starts to slowly reduce its movement as it continues to suck though you can feel almost as if it was attached to your own arms and you can feel that something is passing out of you and into that bowl um, each of you starts to feel somewhat tired almost nauseated as life just slowly ebbs out of you like water fall, uh, falling out of a leaking bag um, and each of you grows 10 years older so Tyler and Angelica now appear in their early 30s early to mid 30s and Jessica and George well, you're now into your 50s oh. the thing in the bowl slowly comes to a, a stiff halt and stops its moving and the placenta falls off like a, a fed leech just drops off her arm uh, you can all give me keep it together rolls for, for watching this something that's not below a 9 it's a 12 <laughs> do you, do, is there any adder thing on through there uh, that would be willpower 13 a 9 ooh And Tyler? I rolled an 18 plus 2. Oh, wow. Okay. Tyler is completely unfazed by this because, hey, this this is death magic. You've seen this uh, You've seen this kind of thing performed and, hell, even partaken in it yourself. At, uh, I might times. have learned something, actually. Yeah. Well, you, in fact, your dabbler in the occult uh, advantage would kick in here. Yeah, this, if you think you wanted to try and do this, you think you could probably probably replicate something like this in future so you need the raw components obviously but yeah you think you could make this this tool this magical tool again if you needed to you're fine um angelica hasn't taken this too well um you can cross off to stability as you are oh, no. horrified by this that, that this thing is blatantly dead it is just a lump of flesh in front of you and oh. it's still twitching or was twitching rather and moving as it sucked away bits of your life i am distressed now my god makes sense you just had an abortion so and george and jessica you're in the middle of the road here so you have a list of options that you can choose from that's on your player move sheet um, where it says you become either angry sad scared guilt-ridden obsessed distracted or haunted by the experience at a later time and each one then has a mechanical effect afterwards. Most of them are minus one stability. I think I become sad because everything that I've really thought was real isn't real anymore. No, that works for me, especially as maybe any sanctity or value of life you had about uh, right. like, like young kids. In fact, you've got kids of your own. Now, just to be seen that this thing is nothing more than a tool or flesh to be used is perspective-altering. And Jessica?
pondering. Pondering. Seven thirty, pondering. <laughs> now I will become guilt ridden. Okay, especially as that she's admitted uh, that she's admitted it's your phone call that prompted the death of two people in the in the diner. Yep. That seems perfectly reasonable. Right. She lifts the thing out of the blood and then puts it down on a towel, almost in a kind of mockery maybe of treating a newborn baby. And then she puts the the placenta down on its uh, on its dead on its dead belly. And then gestures the whole thing as a bundle to Tyler. You'll need to attach it to your arm or anywhere you want to make a cut. It needs to feed from you at least a little bit of blood. It won't take much, but it needs some. Wrap the umbilical cord around its neck. Make it like you're strangling it with its umbilical cord, but make sure that you're doing it within line of sight of the target. The target, you're going to need to get an item from it. Um, either something that's significant to it in somehow or part of its body um, hair nails you know typical voodoo shit there's something that will create a sympathetic connection to the target you then throttle the hell out of the um, out of the fetus and you'll be strangling the target um, with any luck if you're able to use it and get a good enough pull on that thing and yank it hard enough um, you might be able to restrain it can it's... anyone give the item not just t tyler I don't care how the item's got. You just need to create the link to its target. So if you can get some, any of you can get something, get a, like a, maybe a ring, something small though, I'd recommend. So a ring, um, hair, nail clippings, bodily fluids, um, ram it down the thing's throat as a, she points to the fetus, ram it into the fetus's throat so that it's well and truly jabbed inside there so that it can't fall out and then you can use it. But like I said, only within line of sight and and she looks at you quite pointedly, under no circumstances can it get that. Because if it can get that, it can potentially use it back on me, because I've even had to invest even some of myself in that thing. I just so, Yeah, no way are you letting that thing fall into its hands. How about a photograph of the pastor? It's not really his. It's oh. something you need. It needs to be something he's... that's of them. He's he's definitely given rosaries or things to Genesis. Yeah, but she has it's something gotta in her be his thing, home. not her thing. Yeah, I mean, if he has a rosary of his that you can get, one of the beads from it might be good enough. The cross itself, it might. The little thing's only got a small mouth, so it'll have to be something that gets gets in that if small it, gap. If it was a drop of spittle from the pulpit that we wiped on a finger and shoved down the thing's throat? Is a drop of spittle enough to make the connection? That's bodily fluid. Yeah, that would be enough. Because right. I'm, I'm worried about the quantity, but he's such a... Yeah. He makes a lot of gestures. <laughs> when, when you punched him, Dad, downstairs, did, did, you, did anything tear off of him? Did you get maybe something's on the floor in the, in the living room? Not, not a thing. It was like I was hitting a big piece of, of rubber. And it wouldn't, if we just stole a sock, that wouldn't work. It wouldn't be a deep enough connection, probably, right? 
if it's an item of his it's his if he's connected to it in a deep enough way yeah uh will the will the homunculus indicate anything if it's sufficient jesus well if, if you try and do it and there's no there's not enough connection nothing's going to happen right. it, it won't latch to your arm if it's not got a prime target and, and what what part does he have to see um he doesn't have to see it you just have to see him gotcha okay it can be completely under clothing as long as i've fed the homunculus a bit of him and i can see him then yeah, it'll I mean, feed the, the umbilical cord will still be attached to you throughout uh, when you finish just a, a firm gentle pull and it will come off uh, it won't hurt it it's, just on be its life what do I do with the thing afterwards? Uh, if you're able to take care of it and the this thing that's after you, that is, um, once you finish with that, and she gestures to the fetus, uh -huh. bring it bring it back to me, because then I can safely deconstruct it so that it won't be a harm to me anymore. Uh, what Here's about... a semi-strange question. Define strange. <laughs> If he considers Genesis his property, and we can get a part of Genesis, which belongs to him, would that work in a roundabout way, do you think? You'd be more likely to end up killing your own daughter. Yeah, yeah. How think. about his lemos? Again, if he's got a sufficient connection to it, uh, a part of it might might work. I've not, admittedly, I've not had to use something like this particularly much. Um, I've normally thought of something like very treasured personal items like rings, jewellery of some kind. Um, I know where he lives. He lives at... Wouldn't he live at I the bet church? he's inside the church somewhere. I bet he's got a lair in there. But, um, the Reverend seemed to sense he could just sense what happened the abortion, the the energy around that, is he going to be able to sense this around Tyler now that he's wielding or using the fetus? Uh, it is potentially possible, she nods. But he so could, this could be a huge target painted on you, Tyler. But he couldn't see. Uh, Tyler just has to remain hidden. Yeah, Tyler has to see him. He yeah. doesn't have to see Tyler. The thing the, didn't seem to know who was involved until it actually saw you, Angelica. That's okay. We um, have it's, got, it's got its limits. It's got its powers and it's got its limits. It knows that I'm around now, but that won't... If I, I'm probably not going to be able to one to get the toenail. I think somebody else is going to have to... I mean, I, the best thing we could do would, was to get Genesis to come home. Which is all we want anyway, really. Don't you think that the the pastor would have to make a show of being a human being and therefore he probably would have a house somewhere? I mean, even if he doesn't stay there all the time, there would still be things there that were his. We could we could look it up. We Maybe. should be able to look it up. Yeah. There's no there's no phone books, probably. But... I mean, two members of the family were welcome in the church until today. 
have friends there. I yeah, wonder if Max knows something. Well, I guess we got to go and get this. We should all get out of here. Um, Eve, uh, how, how can I reach out to you um, if, when, when and if this is over, either to tell you that it's safe or to return the, to you? Mm. Well, I don't mind coming along. If you've got somewhere where you think that you're going to, obviously you have to see him, you have to approach him somewhere, where do you want to make your stand? Because I can quite happily be in the van close by. He's oh. coming to our house tomorrow. Yeah, that's the plan. I don't think the church is a place that we could really head him off. He's got enormous forces there. Right. He's, to clarify, his ultimatum was that he did say, bring her, as in Eve, oh. to the church tomorrow uh -huh. at midnight. Oh, I thought he said he'd come back. Okay. Oh, yeah. If, if you don't bring her, then he will come to you. Okay. Okay. Right. So, as you know, if we hold out, and will he bring Genesis if he does, or will she be in some torture chamber? Jesus Christ. Yeah. If he comes to us, then, then chances are he'd have an army surround the house. Of his force. You have an army at the church. Yeah. My God. Uh, do you have? I know you have a small staff, Eve, for your hospital visits. Um, do you have? Uh, are there people who would would um, be interested in, in assisting this effort? so as to prevent him from continuing his activities? <sighs> or is everyone too incognito and... Well, I haven't, like I said, I haven't kept in touch with a lot of people ever since, ever since I've been in hiding. And I don't know how, many, how much way, or how many waves I'm going to make if I reach out to them. That might be just as bad as effectively turning up on his door and saying, hey, I'm here, ring the dinner bell. How about if I go in and say, I want to see my daughter, and then, I mean, I, it's a risk, but I can get something of his while I'm there. If you want to walk into the lion's den, it might work. And I've got a broken arm. Uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a threat. He's, he's, he's asserted his physical dominance over you. I, does he does he smoke? No. Not that you're aware of. So. It'd be a pity if there weren't like a cigar butt, but different era. I could pretend like I'm interested because I'm now seeing that something is real. Something to gain not necessarily, he'll think that it's a trick, of course, but something long enough, if I can get a pen from off of his desk or or a, a piece of paper in his trash can or... Does he hand out biblical tracts? Well, uh, the church does. Right, are they his? But, and, and 
George, he hasn't given anything to you when you're were painting that you just don't consider yours, really. That Not he gave really. you. No. And the trash can, that would be something he's discarded and he doesn't want anymore. That that may not be close enough to him any longer. Well, I don't think we have any better ideas than George's. When do you want to go? Now, he could, he could detain me. I don't know. But uh, that's what I'm willing to risk. Um, I'll be back in two hours. Yeah, it mean, would be against it would be against his wishes to detain you because he's charging you with securing the he's target. charging all of us he could just yeah. say the others will have to do it now but, but whatever I'll go in there I mean I'll just say I've I've been thinking you know make something up unarmed, unthreatening. Well, I can take this. This is um, um, Eve. I can take, and she gestures to Jessica Tyler and Angelica. I can take them along in the van and keep at a discreet distance so that when you turn up, that all eyes are on you and that you go in alone. But we're at least semi-close by. All right. Well, we've got Probably, uh, well, we've got our own car here. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take my own car and go. All right. Yeah, follow behind. Okay. Careful, Dad. So, within a few minutes, you're back out on the highway and driving back towards the city and then back into the North Mountain Village, heading to the mega church that's on the mountainside. Uh, you roll in through the open gates. Uh, the security booth is still there, but it's it's a Sunday. People are to and, uh, going to and fro anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, this is well after sermon time by now, so probably there's more people coming out than there are going in. You've got your choice of hundreds of car parking spaces. The van you can see in the rearview mirror slides in a little way behind you, probably about two or three cars back, but still within sight. And you can head on into the church. I'm going to try and blend with, uh, if there's a lot of people around, um, blend with them. They're coming out. I'm going in. Uh, I'm, I probably know where his office is. Yep, right above the main entrance. And he might be chit-chatting with a bunch of people at this point. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to try and casually just walk like I know who, where I am and, and pretend to be just a normal person and walk to where his office is. Okay. So, as mentioned, there are people coming out, say more so coming out than going in. So you're fighting against the tide a little bit, but there's still plenty of room to get in. And there's a lot of people to provide a good distraction here so that maybe security is not looking so much for you. This would be act under pressure, so roll plus coolness. It's my coolness. Oh, I'm cool. <laughs> Uh, 15, exactly. You do as you intended. You just walk through the crowd like you own the place, confident, like you know where you're going. You head up the stairs. You even pass a couple of the black-clad security guards coming back the other way. 
they don't bat an eyelid because you look like you're you're here and you're part of the part of the crowd. You get to the doors of the office. Doesn't seem to be anyone around. I'll uh, I'll see if the door, office opens. Door opens. Okay. As soon as it opens, I go very quickly over to his desk and see if there's a small personal item. Um, anything. Yeah. Um, as was mentioned before, something like a pen that he could uh, that he could use. Right. You find a nice silver pen on a on a nice little pen stand. Right at the edge of the, uh, right in the kind of the middle of the edge of the far side of the desk from him. So yeah, you lift it. I put it in my pocket, and then I attempt to just walk out exactly the same way that I walked in. And again, balls of steel. You just walk straight out. That's what a fifteen does for you. That is completely flawless. <laughs> so I'm I'm perfectly composed as I'm going out, and once I go out the doors and start down the steps. And heading towards the car, I'm like going. <laughs> <laughs> so the shock finally kicks in. And I, I, I'm like, that was far easier than I thought. I don't think that he's expecting us to try anything. And I hand uh, Tyler the pen. That's right from his desk. He must use it all the time. Yeah, it's certainly a nice, say, silver silver pen. If he doesn't treasure that, then what will he treasure? So you didn't see him at all, huh? No, I mean the place still had quite a few people. I imagine he was chit chatting. I yeah, walked right past a couple of guards, and they didn't they didn't pay any attention to me. I just looked like anybody in the the church. And you didn't, of course, you didn't see Genesis either. I didn't. Well, uh, do we do we try to confront him here, or do we wait? Do we do we come back toward the deadline? I mean, he'd he, be expecting us then, right? I don't think he's expecting us right now. But we don't know where he is. I have to be able no, we to. Have, we have, have to, to come be, back. Do I? Do, I don't need the whole pen, right? I can. I can unscrew part, part of, of it pen. and put it down the little wet mouth. It would be good to maybe take another part of it and keep it in your other pocket just in case you accidentally yeah. drop the one. Yeah, yeah. But it, there's no, once it's inside the mouth, I don't have to, like, it, it'll just stay there. In the... You really have to kind of jam it down its throat as far as you can right. get it so that it won't have the chance of falling out. Do I have to do that before it's attached to my? limb or after ideally before if it's if there's nothing in there for it to connect to then as right. as Eve said it good. won't actually attach to you right um but it should ha basically it should happen all at the same time i can't just load it with pen bits and then carry it around and wait and then thwack it no. on i've got it yeah you, you can you can load it up now that that won't be a yeah. problem all right um, yeah so i'm going to shove the pen bit in and, and see that it takes a little bit that doesn't just like slip out or yeah, burn you, through or something. You, you give it a good force through, and getting through the mouth isn't a problem. But you have to kind of pull the head of the fetus back, and then let it make get a good airflow through, and then with your finger push it in. 
Um, you feel it's the, the top of the cap slightly rip against the interior of the throat, so it maybe starts cutting in, inside. But you jam it far enough in, almost to the point where your finger is right in up against the what would become the fetus's uh, gums. And yeah, that thing's not coming out anytime soon. Okay, I didn't so think we're of this. armed. I didn't think of this until now, but we've got another problem. He's got guards all around him all the time. When are we gonna face oh, no, him without no, no, that's, guards? That's that's that, that, that's the good news. I don't have to see him. I don't have to be in visual contact. That's the only reason this is. I mean, no. You base essentially. Here's how I envision this: we we bait him out, like we have somebody. You restrain him, and then we run him over with a car. We're, we're not counting on the magical throttling component? No, that you hold him still. It's only going to restrain him. Oh, I thought it was actually going to choke him out. It's yeah. only... Eve did mention that if you're lucky enough in how you use it, then it can potentially restrain them as well as, well as doing damage at the same time. Okay, yeah, so we, yeah, we essentially, we, we have to hold them there, then. Why don't we wait here in the parking lot until most of the people have gone home? We could, we don't want to we... be early. I wonder if Genesis can answer her phone. I wonder if Genesis can be the link to bring him out. Because if we linger in the parking lot, they're just going to have, you know... Joe Bloggs come over and say, sorry guys, you've got to leave the parking lot. It's after services. We have to see him. I have to be able to see him long enough. I'm wondering if there's some way Michael can get us in in the middle of the night. Well, he's not here. He's Do the... you have his phone number, Dad? I don't know that he has a phone. Oh. I think Michael's one of the slaves that they keep inside. I'm not even sure Michael's human. Why would you say that? Well, now that I've seen what the Reverend is under his skin, I don't know how many things inside this place are what... I mean, you're right. You're right, of course. So how do we do this? How do we get in there? How do we eliminate the pastor? We have to get him isolated, but how do we get him isolated? Tomorrow he's expecting us to come here. He'll definitely not be isolated. We have to find him when he's middle of the night. Well, he there doesn't know this place at night. He doesn't know that we have a way to constrain his behavior. That's what we're counting on. So he won't be expecting it. He won't be expecting that we could constrain him, but we I think we still need to take him by surprise. I don't I, mean, I don't think that he's gonna relinquish Genesis or anything else if if it's an arranged meeting. I think we need to get him we need to summon him, we need to call him out. That's why I wonder if Genesis has her phone on her, if she'll if she can answer it, if she'll come, if he'll come, if we call her. No. In the last we saw, Genesis seemed like there was 
very little of your daughter left inside, right? But he just has her brainwashed. I'm sure she's I'm sure if she can get away from him, she'll be fine. She's my daughter. Well, if you called her and she came outside, would the Reverend follow her? Not without 20 armed guards. They're not going to shoot the fetus they can't see. I'm just saying, they're going to, they're going to, I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, if he comes, if we're calling him unexpectedly, I mean, wouldn't he bring guards with him then? If he brings guards with him anywhere? Everywhere? That's what I'm saying. If there's a way where we can figure out where he stays, he's probably not going to have 20 armed guards in the middle of the night. I mean, does he sleep? I mean, at least even if he doesn't sleep, he's going to be bored solid in the middle of the night. He has to make some sort of appearance that he's human but i mean if he lives here there's there's armed security here 24 7. the complex is certainly big enough that there could well be accommodations like you know mike for instance lives here that's what he said squad or platoon of guards so is that is that home that place where he was supposed to be at night here oh okay I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't trust Mike either. He's part of this whole thing, maybe. As I said, I mean, if we, I mean, we bring him out here at night and we restrain him, hopefully the this thing hurts him as well, but then it won't be enough by itself. And let me tell you, a, a car in the darkness flipping on its headlight, its brights on and then ramming into his security force or and him... That takes care of both problems, at least long enough for us to deal with whatever he is. We run in with a vehicle, we pop out with weapons, take care of the problem, and then we run. All right. Honey, you're the you're the tactician as far as police operations go. Tell us what to do and we'll do it. Well, why don't we just call him tonight and tell him that we have the woman? We could try. We could say uh, we have her nurse come and question her. We can't get anything out of her, perhaps. But again, maybe maybe we should just try Genesis's phone. We have to do something. We're running out of time. <laughs> yeah. No, I I mean I'm we're all ten years older than we're an hour ago, so we just I don't once again, so we call Genesis on the phone and then what do you want to happen? Him come out? I mean that's what we would do Genesis. to get him out when we have the thing that he wants, right? I mean, how else would we signal him? Well, he gave a time limit, so there's that way to signal him. But if we say, Genesis, come out, we need to talk to you, we've learned something, he might he might come after her, or he might not, but it doesn't cost anything, right? 
Was he going to let her come out? She seems under his control, so why wouldn't he? Or will he just say, you can see her, but come in to see her? Uh, we just happy to see him inside myself with some friends. We just at, at night, we get a nook him out here and then yeah. we right. hold him still and. All right. Get him. Okay, let's let's do that. Tonight so or tomorrow night? Tomorrow night's too late. All right. So it sounds like we can fast forward to tonight when you then start all the uh, all this the wheels go in motion, yes. Okay. Thankfully, parked out in the very large car park of the church. Uh, there are cars dotted all over the place, even as the sun starts to go down. Uh, the security guards, you can see them moving around the building, but they don't go out to the individual cars and start poking through windows and looking around. Um, you're just a van and another car parked out in a very large car park, as far as they're concerned. So sun goes down, sky becomes pitch black. And then who makes the call? And maybe you can reach your sister. Okay. Probably worth noting that before coming here, we have weapons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a load of shotgun pistols, things from my house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can definitely uh, get yourselves the shotgun back, the handgun back, ammo, not a problem. Um, Bit of extra gasoline, in. that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, you can get a sort of jerry can for a jerry can or two filled up full of uh, full of stuff. Um, one other thing I'll throw in there, then, if you're going around looking, uh, going back home and looking for stuff that you can use as weapons, uh, however you want to uh, assign it, one of you ends up going into Genesis's room, thinking, "Oh, she's got a baseball bat somewhere around here," um, and looking around, seeing if there's anything you can use there. And you do actually find a small handgun uh, tucked away in one of her drawers. Um, it looks like she's uh, she purchased a gun behind uh, behind your back. Maybe after having been attacked and paranoid that it might have happened again, she looks oh, uh, like she. Yeah, that was a nice little secret that she had hidden from you, but so didn't come out. So well we have two handguns, a shotgun, a couple of knives, some gasoline, cleaver or two from the kitchen. Yeah, baseball bat. I'll we have assortment it. of things. Is it okay if I have Jen's gun, mom um, and dad? Just for this, of course. This is well. You're an adult you're, now. You're thirties. You're in your thirties. Well, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it just flies by. One minute they're in their twenties. The next time you look, yeah. Blank. Um, Eve, who was still with us, unfortunately for her, um, here's a weapon. She uh, she just shakes her head and says, "I'm not involved. I'm not planning on getting involved in any kind of fight. I mean, I don't mind, like I said, sit, sitting behind the wheel, but I'm no good with with anything. I can't hit the broadside of a barn if I'm two foot from it." Okay, all right. So then, say so sun goes down, you are fully fully prepped and equipped. Are you? Is Tyler getting that thing latched up on his arm? Tyler should be over over in the dark, but where he can see. And nobody can. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, if you're pl- if you're planning on this going down in front of the church, the, the main entrance, then anywhere in the car park will give you line of sight, and there's plenty of obstacles between you and him. Then we probably have a, a there's a, a a car park light so that he can see us. He gets here, then he's kind of blinded. Tyler's over there in the dark. Yeah, yeah, that works. As long as his eyes work like human eyes. Well, and as soon as as soon as he starts going. <laughs> we get in so we're going with the we're handing we're handing eve over approach well we'll tell her well she doesn't want to get out of the van we'll just say we've got her she's in the van and then go go tyler go okay who's making the call angelica oh yeah that's right here i'll make the call to to uh, my sister, Jen. Okay. You ring. Goes for about three rings and then it picks up. And Richard's voice comes over the phone. I tell from caller ID that it's Genesis's sister. Where's where's Jen? Oh, she's close by. Well, do we get her back? When we we have we have Eve, well, that but we want our sister back. That was the deal. So if you give me if you give me this woman, then I will give you your sister back. Yes. Well, we have her. We have her in the van. But <sighs> okay, bring what? What's stopping you? Bring well. What, bring, what, you come out and, and get her in the van. Well, you're you're outside. Yes. Bring, Okay, why don't you bring her inside? We're not like trained guards to take her. This sounds like you're trying to convince him to do something. Give me a role plus charisma for influence other. Oh, no. Okay, let's see. Okay, it's all good. It's all. Okay, charisma roll. Sending positive vibes there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, I've got a plus two on charisma. That's better than nothing. Oh, no, but I also have the minus one to something from that bad effect. Um, your stability. Yeah, my stability drops. Uh, it, oh, the stability just drops it to keep it together. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Unless, unless it says minus one ongoing, which would be to everything. Minus one. Okay, so just so distressed equals minus one, keep it together, and then unfocused, which I'm past, is minus one disadvantages. So, does that apply to everything? No, uh, disadvantages are for you, it's your repressed memories. So, oh, okay. that, would be the, that particular role. So, okay. nope, you are, so you just, are good, it's right, not going to interfere with it. All good. It's all good. Oh, there's a 10, there's a four, that's 16. Boom. Well, there we go. In which case, the NPC does as you ask. He says, after a pause, I'll be right out. And then hands, hangs up. Right, hangs up. He's coming out. I, I make sure it's off. Mm-hmm. Disconnect. And we, all, we, we wait for our ambush. Angelica, okay. we're going to shoot the guards, if he has guards with him. Well, specifically, you say you're looking at the guards. As mentioned, they, they do go around the building every so often. 
something. Well, I mean, rather... if he, I mean, if he comes out with two guards with him, we're going to shoot them when the whole thing starts. No, I'm... something odd happens that you see there are guards going round the building, and as they start to come in front of the bu- in front of the main entrance, this wonderful glass frontage of the mega church, they freeze mid stride as if they suddenly become statues. Looking down at any watch that you might have on your hand, the second hand has stopped. The little flashing light by the clock on the dashboard is frozen on where it should be blinking every so often. You can see a bird just suspended in the sky above you, and there is no sound of traffic coming from the road down the, uh, down the hill. Cars are just stopped on the road as if the world itself has just come to a halt. The only thing that you can see moving is the figure of the pastor coming down the stairs in the lobby, followed by what you think looks like Michael or Mike. And he heads across the lobby, out through the front door, and starts walking across the courtyard towards the edge of the car park. And as I see him, I twist the loop around the neck of the fetus. Yeah, yeah. You put this slimy umbilical cord around the neck of the uh, the fetus, and then yank. Um, the fetus, its eyes, or what partially formed eyes, try to open, and it tries to emit this pitiful, uh, pitiful yelp as you throttle. Well, I was, I was going to say the life out of it, but it's already dead. Um, you can give me a keep it together roll, first of all. This is the first time you're actually actively using the thing. Well, crap. I only rolled a five and a three, but I've got a plus two. Okay, so ten? Yeah, ten total. Okay. It's not anything that's going to take a major hit, so we'll take you off one stability for the moment. Uh, we're going to say that this, for, for the sake of moving things along, that this will haunt you at a later time. Well, you're going to repress this going forward. And then, to actively use it, roll plus soul. That is a 9 and a 4 plus 3. So, uh, 16. Target takes 3 harm and loses their next action as they claw at their neck as if to remove a noose that isn't really there. Yep, he is held. So, you you look at him. He immediately, say, starts to grab at his neck and he is held in place. He's writhing against this thing. He's on the spot. That sounds like Jessica then putting the pedal to the metal. Yep. Floor it, Mom. Get in him. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is going to be a roll plus violence. Why do we have no violence? Okay. <laughs> well, actually, I'll give you your choice whether you want to roll plus violence or act under pressure. So violence be... is way better than act under pressure for me. <laughs> there you go. 14. I just have one plus one. That would be a 15, but it's not. <laughs> well, there is a help or hinder mechanic. If someone can think of some... Well, in fact, 
I'll go. I'll buy Tyler if you want to make a roll with plus violence. So you're the one effectively holding him in place. This could, if you are successful enough, this could count as a bonus to make it easier for Jessica to ram the target. So if Tyler makes a roll plus violence as well, sure, I'll try. Uh, violence is not my strong suit, but I'm pretty pissed. Uh, uh, nine plus five minus my two is thirteen. Is uh, twelve, which puts you in the middle bracket, ten to fourteen, giving you a plus one. If you got fifteen higher, then it would be plus two. So that plus means one. it lands 15. you on fifteen. So you inflict damage to your opponent and avoid counterattacks. Uh, damage for a moving car at highway speed is all <laughs> harm. So, that's seven it's taken so far. You smash into Caster. He flips over the top of the car, um, bloody broken and landing on the floor behind you. At, at that point, any kind of illusion that's holding his uh, physical or his real form back breaks. You can see when he hits the deck, there is just a spray of yellow fluid as tube starts breaking. Uh, this sound of grinding and cracking metal as his limbs are bent backwards and uh, out of position. He screams so loud that all the glass in the front of the church shatters in this huge downpour of shards of glass. The windscreens on all the cars in the car park shatter, the, uh, the side windows blow out, the mirrors crack, and this thing, just this sound reverberates through every piece of matter in the area. But he is down on the ground and looks, he looks fucked. Um, I've sort of grabbed Angelica and say, let's go shoot the fucker. Yeah, I get out of running. I just, oh, And hopefully Jessica is coming around and going to run him over again. What about Michael? He is just stood there in shock. Um, or he's he's kind of cowering back. Um, he doesn't. He isn't acting. I will reverse back over him. Okay, that'll come round next round because we've still yeah. got say George and Angelica twat. So we're running up with our guns. Where's my sister? Bam. Okay, so that, that sounds like both of you are handguns rather than someone having the shotgun. Is that correct? Oh, I forgot about the shotgun. I guess probably I have the shotgun then. This this is yeah. Genesis's best panic. Actually, yeah, you've got your sister's gun. It's regular handgun, so that will work the same as we did with Jessica earlier. So you've got various options as to how you want to shoot. Uh, you can do combat shooting or overkill. Uh, or if you did want to take a pot shot at Mike as well, then that could be shoot multiple targets. So it depends. Are you looking to do as much damage as possible? How are you wanting to do um, it? I, I, uh, let's see. No, I'm probably not thinking clearly too much. So yeah, as much damage as possible. Okay, so that's the overkill option. So that crosses off two ammo out of your four ammo that you've got in there. Okay. Give me a roll plus violence. Roll plus violence. Okay, I don't think I'm too violent. Okay, quickly. Uh, sorry about this. Uh, violence, violence is. Oh, violence is minus one. Oh, fully. Nine and three. Okay, so 12 down one, 11. So there's an 11. 
Okay. So that means that you inflict damage, but at a cost. Uh, you are subjected to a counterattack. You do less damage than intended. I'm going to go with you do less damage than intended. Um, he's writhing around on the floor, and he is starting to get up. You basically clip him. So rather than doing the whole amount of damage that you would do, you do less. But your bullets still do impact. And he screams again. There's... To writhe himself up to his uh, tries to writhe himself up to his full height but you can see he's staggering and swaying almost on the spot and then George um, if he's starting to rise up and screaming I'm going to try to shove the shotgun in his mouth and pull the trigger hey, however I, I already did vi I rolled my violence and I got 14 total okay now, this would be a combat shotgun. So, the similar types of moves. Uh, snapshot would be bang, but then takes time to to, uh, to reload. Pellet storm. But as you're middle of the road, I'm going to use the do, uh, do less damage than intended option again. So again, you wing him as he's moving around. Okay. Uh, but again, do a, a certain amount of damage to him. So that's going to be uh, he is perforated, he's leaking all over the place. There's just this yellow spray that comes of various parts parts of his body. One arm is limp down by his side as it's evidently broken. One leg, when it moves forward, you can almost see a metallic part of bone jutting out from, um, out from the leg. Uh, you are the one that's up close and personal, as you say, trying to get it down his throat. Uh, he is going to um, attack you back. Okay. So you can give me an avoid harm roll. What uh, is that then? Uh, that's plus reflexes. Reflexes. Uh, that's only an eight. All right. Uh, you were too slow to react or made a bad judgment. Perhaps you didn't avoid any harm at all. Yep, he is basically like ram. You are trying to put this thing down his throat. This almighty hand comes forward and just cr clamps itself onto your head, and then squeezes like the jaws of life. You can start to hear your skull shatter. Uh, you can give me an endure injury roll with a minus three. Endure injury. So roll plus fortitude, then minus three. Twelve minus three, nine. Not good. Um, this injury is overwhelming. You, as the player, get to choose. Are you knocked out? Um, I can then inflict a serious wound as the GM in response to that. Or you receive a critical wound, but you may continue to act. If you already have a critical wound, you can't take this option. Or the, the next option, die. I'll, I'll take a critical wound, just as Jessica's coming back with the car. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Serious head trauma definitely counts. So yeah, you, you feel your skull start to shatter and this pressure no. building, building on your brain. Um, those close to you, like particularly Angelica, as you're really close, you can see his eyes start to bulge in his skull, blood start to run down the, uh, the side of his head. As he is being held like a rag doll, he's just gently being crushed to pieces. Um, top of the round is Tyler with, um, with the fetus. 
Uh, what further action is required? Continue pulling on it, Just, if you wish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Roll plus soul. That is a two and an eight. Eleven plus soul is fourteen. Okay, middle of the road that time. Target takes one harm, but is still able to act normally. So it's not restrained anymore. However, that means that that is its tenth harm that it takes. The hand lets go of George's uh, George's skull, and he slumps to the ground. Uh, Jessica, were you intending to roll back over him? Yep. In which case, this isn't going to be roll plus violence. This is act under pressure to see if you don't accidentally run over your husband because he's bo his body is right by this thing as it collapses on the ground. Oh God, if she rolls all the way. No, I, I can't risk it. <laughs> No, oh, no, I'm, I'm asking, roll it. As you say, you're uh, trying to I, back up and hit him. Uh, George is right in the way. And backing up, you can't necessarily Ooh, see 15. The At the last minute, you look in the rear view, the side view, rear view mirror, see your husband on the ground and just swerve away, clipping the thing as it falls down on the ground. And then it just slumps in this pile of uh, yellow mess. And even then, the spraying slowly starts to stop. Shadow will put 10 or 11 more bullets in Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm putting a couple more rounds in it. Yeah. You, you fill it full of lead. And Mike is just cowering in the background. Dad! I rush over to, to Dad and, and, and try to, to see how I can help. <laughs> I, he, he needs hospital. I, so I, I get out of the car. Um, is everything still like frozen in time, essentially? Which yep. is madness. So I, I signal Tyler to get over here. Yep. Um, and I kind of just bark at that Michael or whatever he is. I'm like, how long is this going to stay like this? Uh, not not long. Even even if the lictor's dead, the, the, effect will still, the, the effect will still last for a few moments. Okay, so... Tyler, give that back to your to Eve, and Eve, get out of here. Yeah, uh, any difficulty pulling this little polyp off my arm? No, just as Eve said, just give it a firm, uh, a firm squeeze and a tug, and she's there, ready to take it from you. Okay, yeah. and for all the guns in the van, we can't have these here. Where is your yeah, sister? Uh, well, or your or your car. Your Actually, we, yeah, we could put a, put them in my car, but essentially how I'm thinking to spin this is that this van, we came to inquire about Genesis, who, who hasn't come back from church. My husband was talking with the, the pastor, and this crazy person came and hit them both. Um, in chaos. Yeah, just... Well... Eve, as she, as she takes the fetus, will jump in the van, and if no one's stopping her, she's getting the hell out of Dodge. So leaving you to put the uh, put the guns back in your own car. But she's done her bit, as far as she's concerned. Michael, where where's my sister? Where's Jen? She's... Oh, she's inside. Where inside? This place is big. Oh, not... Uh, yeah, you, you bet it's big. Um, 
she's down by the uh, by the door to the citadel. Uh, Mike, does she want to leave the citadel? Do you? Well, no, she's she's by the door. She hadn't been taken through yet. Um, uh, you don't want to you don't want to go through there. So we I, should go and get Genesis. You're saying before I, she goes through. I I can take you to her, but we've got to get out of here quick. I mean, I I can help with that. Okay, right. let's go. Guards, probably too many of them. I, just, he leads you through, and we want to prop George up in the car. No, no, yeah. bring bring him with bring him with us. Okay, Can't you walk. Yeah, we're grabbing him. You, you're pretty much dragging him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, you drag him through the lobby. Got part of his brain maybe leaking out of his ears. Oh no! Um, yeah. <laughs> no, no, not the memories of our childhood. You can scoop them up along the way. Um, Mike leads you in towards the auditorium, uh, taking you into the uh, the heart of the church. And in the middle stage area, there's the various sofas that are set up, the TV pit where the cameras are focused normally for the um, for the live shows, and the, your wonderful mural of the gates of uh, heaven painted behind. Um, Genesis is laid out on a sofa on one of those sofas. Dub just looks like she's asleep. She may have been drugged. It's hard to tell. But he rushes down to the stage and beckons you all up. Grabbing Genesis. Mm -hmm. uh, I, yeah. I don't know when. I th we've probably only got a matter of moments before before time restarts. I mean, I can, like I said, I can get you out of here if you wish, but they. They're going to be coming for you. You've you've taken out one of their own. They're they're not going to let this this let this slide. You've you've you're on their radar now. You can either run and hide, and try and get out of here to somewhere in Elysium that that you can find to defend yourselves, or I can take you somewhere else, somewhere where that I know that they won't be able to get for a while. Well, if it's safer than our other options, to take us. Let's go. Okay. Where are you from, Mike? Well, like all the angels, I came from Metropolis. He's an angel. I knew it. I knew it was an angel. All right. And we can take Genesis with us? Yes. Just, uh, just, he, he hands, he holds up his hands and just says, just hold, hold these, form a circle. Ah, my arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it hurts. And as the last the last hand connects, he closes his eyes. The back of his boiler suit rips open, and these two tattered, broken, bloodied wings extend out behind him, from which chains hang at points uh, at points irregularly upon him. The world just goes black, and slowly light starts to appear in a few places around you. There's blue, bluish-yellow light, like St. Elmo's fire moving through a fog that now surrounds you. And Tyler and Angelica, probably the first people to recognise this, as you start to realise that there are forms of what look to be mausoleums, 
headstones, crypts, starting to come out of the fog around you. And getting your bearings and looking around, you are on a large pathway that leads up this almighty hill under a cloudy sky where occasionally there are beams of this bluish dark twilight light that come down from overhead and a little way up the hill there is a large white mausoleum with an open doorway that just stands looking down upon this city of the dead where it's a graveyard that extends off into infinity and Michael lets go of the hands of those that are, uh, those that are by him and looks between you all they won't find you here not for a, not for a while the lictors the the jailers they keep you in elysium this we're at we're gone from there but what you do from here i i don't know what what do you want to do um is there someone here who can guide us to a place Oh, there, there are there are people here. There are there are people everywhere here. Um, it depends what you want. Um, Hospital. We we can find someone that can help. There there are there are medics here. There are healers. Well, that's where we're going next. Okay, and at which point, start walking down the hill looking for someone who can help put George's skull back together moving in the shadow of the crypt that they say contains the, uh, the resting place of God himself that's where we'll bring the curtain down and end our story fantastic <laughs> wow it also gives, gives you a chance if you were to continue playing the, uh, the PCs to explore a little bit part of the wider the wider universe one of the suburbs of Metropolis, the one true city from which humanity first came and opens the world a bit for you. I certainly feel like I'd like to find some of uh, the Reverend's cousins now that we <laughs> have access to another place yeah. and make some more mash of their nasty yellow pumping. Oh, there's, there's plenty of them. Uh, I think in one of the earlier editions it did actually give the, um, a number for the number of lictors that were in Elysium it's somewhere up in the hundreds of thousands so you've got plenty of work cut out for you Wow So does, does anyone else have any any questions? I think you pretty much covered all the all the main bases in terms of the story so that you realised it was um, there was Eve he was after So what was Eve? Uh, Eve is as you, as you quite rightly put it um, a wizard or in game terms, she is a magician who practices death magic. Uh, there are five types of magic in the setting, and death magic is the one that she practiced. So she was literally, as she said, she was someone who wanted to try and find a way for immortality, because she had she realised what was waiting for her after death, that she would just be sent to this never-ending hell of a torture chamber, where memories would be stripped out of her until she was reprocessed and reincarnated back into the prison that you call the real world. And so that, for that matter, poor Wayne, uh, who was my who was Tyler's mentor, he came into the world 
I, I, I didn't mean to twist Jesus, but he came into the world and took his mother out. And then he spent his life trying to cure death. And he led Eve into that path and Tyler into that path. And boy, did we not cure a lot of death. It sounds like some of you had some really interesting secrets and backgrounds. My big secret was that I was depressed. <laughs> yeah, you, you in fact, are the most normal of them. Um, the main thing for you is that you'd also, your hook for you was that the pastor was bringing you in. Um, the lictors, to give a bit of context on them, um, all work for what's referred to as an archon. Um, think of it as almost like a computer program that controls reality, but it's all methods of control to keep humanity blind. Um, this one represented uh, the force called Binar, the Black Madonna, that she she's a force that is all about promoting family. So it kind of almost blinds you to everything else, saying, no, you, you've got to protect the family unit. Don't worry about the truth or the fact that you might have hints that this isn't the real world. As long as you keep your family together and they are the one driving force in your life, you're blind to everything else around you. And that's why he was constantly referring to like Genesis as his daughter, because he brought her into the congregation and that he was seeing that he was just trying to extend his family more and more and more. Mm. So yeah, he that's what is essentially doing to you. He was giving you everything you wanted to kind of make you feel good, force that mental illness down and giving you the strength to move forward. And that was him just luring you in to become more and more dependent on him. Mm. So anyone else want to... Oh, sorry, does anyone else want to reveal parts of their background that didn't that didn't come up? Uh, mine came up briefly. I mean, I was I was injured in the line of duty and um, just haven't uh, right basically shattered a, my confidence. Very like if anybody, I mean, I could like wielding a gun's one thing, but if somebody pulled a gun on me, I like I just freeze. Mm -hmm entirely so i uh or uh, angelica being so opposed to genesis's extremism and conversion uh went the opposite direction into studying and being open to witchcraft and occult and and that, that studies not overly serious but more or less as a as a repulsion from genesis and that's when emma and introduced me to tyler and went down that path and uh and then one night tyler had the great suggestion of uh here try this and uh sort of a drug and uh one thing led to another and uh well i guess you know from where that meant that one thing led to the other part oh yeah does does tyler want to reveal his motivation behind that yeah except for <laughs> that and it was briefly alluded to glancingly alluded to but uh uh if it weren't for the fact that uh they were terrible non-human elements involved tyler is the villain of the piece because um the night that we, I mean, Angelica and Tyler had sex, you know, plenty of times, but the night that they had sex in the city of the dead, um, I intentionally impregnated her in an so attempt to move Wayne's spirit into a new vessel because I, Wayne, ever since I tried to summon him, has been possessing me and falling apart inside me and causing a lot of struggle. 
So if only Angelica had not gone to a witch abortionist, maybe things would have been okay. <laughs> now, there was something that it said in mind that, Tyler, you were originally after Genesis. Yeah, but that's because I was suspicious. I think that I, uh, I believe that Reverend Richard Ward killed Wayne. And actually, I thought that he'd killed Eve, too, because she was missing. And so oh. I was, my, my first intention was to get into the church through Genesis. But Genesis, of course, already had her own attachments and couldn't wow. get anywhere. This is an amazing and wonderful. Well done, Matthew. You wrote this fantastic. Yeah, this uh, this will be seeing print in the not too distant future in the uh, Screams and Whispers collection, which was uh, funded by the recent Kickstarter that Helm Gas ran for for Cult a few months ago. Well, it was dark. <laughs> was it Just not as dark as I thought? Maybe that there would be no way for us to do anything at the end. Oh yeah. no. no just, there's, there's no point of a no-win situation like that. Right, but it was pretty bleak. Oh, yeah, yeah. This this is this is not a happy world. <laughs> no, no, obviously not. Our players included Josh Harwood, uh, Morgan Llewellyn, David Gasway, Stuart Lively, and myself with Matthew Sanderson as Game Master. Uh, we have a Discord server where you can chat with our members. You can set up private games and learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another deadly and disturbing role-playing session. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. <laughs>